right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast, the No Laying Up live show, all of those things presented by our friends at High Noon. My name is DJ, sitting in for Solly here in the captain's seat, joined by my good friend Tron. Tron, how are you? I'm great, DJ. I got a kiwi tonight, a kiwi yeah. High Noon from the pool pack. I love hearing that. We were going to have another guy to introduce. I, I wish this was a bit... Uh, Randy wanted to sit out after all the Michael Block stuff. Uh, he tapped out. He said, I'm not doing it. You guys are just, no, I'm just kidding. Randy's here as well. Uh, Randy greetings, my man, Woo, baby, we are all blockheads tonight. Uh, what a day out at the PGA championship. We're going to get to all of it, but first, before we do, we're going to crack a couple of high noons as you hear in the background there. Uh, this live show is, of course, presented by our friends at High Noon. TC, we all know the pool pack is back. You're ripping the Kiwis. That's all, you know, that's available in the pool pack. We all know that. I'm still, I'm still motoring my way through the uh, tequilas. Randy, I love I the strawberry you're, ones. They're you're so a tequila good. guy now, converted. Uh, if, if you missed the live show last night, you can, you can just see how spicy the tequila makes uh, Randy's take. So we're all looking forward to that. Uh, grab a case, text the group, get your friends to the nearest pool for the pool packs. TC, I'm sure you're looking out your pool. Your kids have been in there all day. Uh, I'm sure you're still, they're still probably swimming around Deej, there. to be clear first, or actually, secondly, I want to get a review from Randy on the strawberry one, but I want to be clear. I'm not blasting the Kiwis. Like I'm not blasting <laughs> New Zealanders. All right. Sure. Sure. I'm sure. Drinking can be taken out of Kiwi high noons. Especially with all this AI stuff going on, people can people can do all kinds of stuff with with those sound bites. TC, I appreciate you looking out. Uh, as always, a high noon pool pack is made with real vodka, real juice, has 100 calories, is gluten free, has no added sugar. Look for High Noon on Drizzly or at your local convenience or liquor store, or visit HighNoonSpirits.com to find it near you. Boys, that's about as good of a major Sunday as I can remember in quite a while. Brooks Kepka is your champion at Oak Hill. He's back. People are saying Brooks was here. I'm kind of saying Brooks is here. TC, what I mean, what what do you think? What what's on your mind? Yeah, it was open and shut. I thought it was um, you know, some people were asking if it was a crowning. I don't think it was a crowning cuz it was the opposite of a crowning. Yeah. He made what seven birdies <laughs> was, in the final yeah, round. I don't think was, that's a crowning. I mean, he shot 66, 66, had a putt for a final round 66. He just put it to bed, man. I mean, Vic Vic played nearly like like awesome golf, and like I think Brooks Brooks clearly won it. He deserved it. That shot into fourteen was top tier, even eighteen. I mean, unbelievable. Just laces a drive, hits hits one of the better approaches of the day in there. It was it was just really really solid golf all the way through. Cold blooded shit. Hats off to Brooks. Literally, I, I'm not wearing a hat tonight because <laughs> I respect Brooks so much. And all of this kind of on the heels, I think, you know, the big thing coming into today was not only Brooks, you know, in the uh, not only Brooks kind of on the heels of the Masters, you know, I won't say collapse, but certainly, certainly did not put his best foot forward uh, in the final group with John Rahm. He vowed last night in a like moment that should have been way more prescient than it was. I don't know that I've ever seen him that like 
no, listen to me. I'm like being dead fucking serious, guys. Like, I know exactly what I did wrong. I'm not going to do that again. It's like basically saying it's going to be a bloodbath tomorrow. And outside of Victor kind of playing like low key one of the rounds of his life today, like it would have been a bloodbath. Right. And uh, Randy, Randy, what what did you take away from today? Brooks wise? All, all of that. Yeah. Just so impressed with his ability to go out and get it done. I mean, that's. I feel like that's what I'm always yearning for in in big spots is to see somebody go out and take it. And he just has a knack for doing that. It's so, so impressive. Um, I know we've, you know, we've kind of poked at him for some stuff over the years, but his, his he, he's got a, a realness and a tenacity and a just kind of a fu attitude about him sometimes that i i do legitimately really dig so i i hats off but i will not be <laughs> taking my hat off because i have too much respect for michael block so um but i do want to say hats off anyway tron we uh we were saying all all week during the previews during the during the live shows all week you know, Oak Hill was going to be a very balanced test. I had to do everything well. It wasn't going to be a bomb and gouge. It wasn't going to be a putting contest. Let me let me know how this grabs you for stats here. Brooks, uh, eighth strokes gained off the tee. Fifth strokes gained approach. Fourth strokes gained around the green. Thirteenth strokes gained putting. Is that typically going to get it done, you think? That seems pretty balanced. That's uh, it's like one of Brooks's uh, French wines that he's going to pull out, you know, of the of the freezer with his with his Japanese steak. Uh, you know, the asparagus that he cooks. No, I, I think like, I'm not a Brooks fan. I, you know, everybody knows that, but did, did today move the ball forward? For I you respect at all? the shit out of him, man. I mean, it's, it's like you said, I think tenacity is a great word, Randy. There's just a, a, a quiet fuck you attitude there. That's like, man, it's, it's tough not to just, you know, respect someone who shows up like doesn't get into all the bullshit of like the regular season stuff and just, just focuses on winning championships. Uh, but you know, it's tough to square that with some of the, some of the other stuff going on with him, but like he gets it done and that's that. And I think it's an investment in the future, right? It's, what it's you, an investment what in rivalries in golf and in history and all that. The dude's got five majors now. <laughs> I mean, in like five majors in pretty short order like in the last what five five years six years since 17 at Aaron yeah Hills, right? six Isn't years um and that's not to say he couldn't get another one this year too so uh it's just it's really impressive and that's with a couple years stolen due to injury too you know right. so it's really like five majors in about four healthy years that's that's damn impressive and i think it's going to light a fire under rory's ass you know, if it hasn't already, I think it's going to light a fire under JT's ass. Like all those guys that live down in Jupiter, Brooks is the dude down there now. Like you're, you're, you're in Brooks's city. You're in Brooks's town. I mean, I know Cat lives down there too, but Brooks is, is, is the right now dude. You know, and not just the right now dude. The, the dude of the last. I mean, it's yeah. taken five, six, seven years, right? Like today was almost in a in a weird way. And Brooks fans are going to be pulling their hair out hearing me say this. I'm, I'm just say, speaking from personal experience. I feel like today kind of helped me catch up to where a lot of those people have been for a couple of years, right? Where for whatever reason, and and I want to preface this with like, I'm not trying to make Brooks's win about Rory. I'm not trying to make it about JT or, or any of those people. But what I'm getting at here is that I've, it's always been so easy to default to Rory because he got to four first. Yeah. Right. And it's just in your head. You're like, ah, well, Rory's the guy like majors, 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 scoreboard, scoreboard. Yeah, I know everybody's chirping, but like Rory's the guy, Rory's the guy, Rory's the guy. 
man, if all we say on this show is like majors are the only thing that matters, it seems like we're trending like even more towards majors being the only thing that matters as professional golf gets fractured as PJ tour setups continue to get like exposed as like just being wildly different than major setups. Brooks is the fucking guy, man. He is the dude. And like, it's, I know it's been tied for a long time. And again, I know that's like the part people were probably pulling their hair out. Like, why did it take you this long to realize it? I guess hand up apology on that. Right. Like Brooks is the guy and TC I'm so with you. And like, I I can't help but think like what we kind of missed out with the years of injury too, because it, it, could have been a stretch that was even more dominant. Well, what are like like I, we got people in the comments saying JT won the won the PGA last year? I don't give a shit. JT's won two PGAs. Like, I'm just that's saying not it's, even it's like two. It's five this, to two. Yeah. Like that's not even this realm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and that's what I think I'm getting at by even invoking invoke Hill invoking uh, JT's name is like, dude, it's not even close. Like he, yeah. he's like separated by so far and it's the same with Spieth it's the same with but it's, you know it's even not, even Rom and Scheffler right I mean it's yeah. Brooks is not that much older than these guys right? yeah I think Rom I think Rom has a chance to to you know do some big big things here over the next 12 to 18 months and kind of put himself like squarely in this conversation as kind of like a triumvirate but uh same with Spieth if Spieth were to you know, I, I think Spieth's kind of a different style of player, though. Like Spieth needs more of a unique circumstance or or course setup. Um, it's not just the way that, or the, it's not just that Kepka's doing this. It's the way that he does it too. Yeah. Like, I mean, the the lag putting. It's it's power and it's it's you know total finesse on the greens. Like the lag putting is insane. I I, I can't get over. Like at no point do I feel like he's ever going to three putt. It it's it's jarring. Yeah, that's so so true. And and it was kind of like that like almost the golf course like full full golf course version of that today too, right? It was like he hits a drive offline and he gets it right back in play like he he just took massive numbers out of play. There was no wobble, there was no you know, you kind of started on like what was it? 6 where he blew it way right. And you kind of start to feel like, oh, maybe, maybe, who knows? This could be, you know, it could be Beth Page, yeah. it could be Augusta, could and it's like, no. Nope. Nope, we're good. We're just gonna put it back in position. We're gonna like uh, Emil, Trevor Immelman kept commenting on it on the broadcast. Like every time you hear a mic on him, he's so calm, he is so flatlined, and he's just like surgically ripping people's fucking hearts out. Man, it was it was amazing. Randy, what what were you what were you feeling watching it? Yeah, just that this guy's in complete control. He he, he didn't give me the sense one bit that the moment was going to be too big or there was any self-doubt and that's such a difficult thing and it's a testament to him because he's been through some collapses he he has not performed well in final rounds in big spots and seemingly he's he's taken that he's internalized it he's learned from it and now to see him come back and respond in this way, again, it's like, I, I don't know what else to say, except it's extremely, extremely impressive. I, I have a lot of respect for the round of golf he put together today. All the convos between him and Ricky, like Ricky's super impressive too, the way that he guides yeah. Brooks through it, stands up to him. You know, they, like, there's a, they've got a good thing going as far as teamwork. Um, yeah, it's just like, I don't root for Brooks. I feel similar to like how I feel about Novak Djokovic. <laughs> like I don't really root for him, but it, it it's like I like I enjoy watching him play. I enjoy. I'm like man, like it's just really really impressive. It's just it's like there's just leave no doubt. I mean, well, step it, on it's, next. 
it's kind of a souped up version of the Scotty conversation too, right? Where it's like, at some point it's like, man, I, of course I'm rooting for Rory because I like talking about succession with him. Of course I'm rooting for Max because I like talking about crossword puzzles with him. And like, those guys are great guys and Jordan's a great guy. And I love talking to JT about stuff, but like, man, eventually at, at some point you also got to root for like, this guy is historically great in a, in a way that like, you know, what 20 people in the history of golf have been and cody i'm going to bring you in for a sec because we were kind of joking about this earlier it's like in, in a a world where we get on this podcast and we talk about kind of the little boyification of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of pro golf it's it's cody you were you were saying i mean it's it's just pure alpha stuff yeah 100 percent alpha move it doesn't matter really w w where he's at as soon as he comes on to the golf course and you know, every social team loves doing these parking lot walk up, you know, videos now and there, clips. There's kind of only one guy that actually looks cool. doing Exactly. It. <laughs> right. And it's always like, here comes Brooks strolling in with like a hoodie and like usually and he's he's in his workout gear and he just kind of rolls up and you, you know, there's always that one guy. And from my previous life, there's always like just a couple of them. And I worked in like a very heavily dominated A type fucking working environment and when they would walk into like the team bays you're like oh shit like we're we're getting ready to do something and whoever it is is locked the fuck in and like they mean business and brooks just has that swagger that like he doesn't really say much but man his actions fucking speak and his game speaks for how good of a fucking player he is what blows me away is his ultimate like control which kind of like doesn't make a lot of sense from what we saw in the Netflix show because it's he seemed like it like a spaz overthinking overanalyzing like very much like all up in his feelings about like where's he at and everything and you put him out on the golf course and he's like Joe cool out there just handling his business which is so wild there's something so funny about that because golf is such a unique sport in that like you can Tron, you're totally right about the lag putting stuff, but it's so funny to come on this podcast and be like, man, that guy's such a fucking alpha. Have you seen his lag putting? <laughs> have you like, have you seen his touch? It's so it, sick, man. We wouldn't be talking about the lag putting if he didn't have the fucking, the yeah. discipline to be like, okay, I'm going to hit it on. I'm going to this side of the fairway. Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to go at this fat, the fat side of the green. Like he just, he takes like all the, like what's awesome about Rory is that he is the dude who's like, fuck Rory. Rory woke up this morning. He's like, I got to shoot 63, 64. And he's just going at every damn flag. And that's awesome to see. And I love that roller coaster we'll, of we'll life. We'll talk about that. I don't know how awesome man. that is. <laughs> well, I, I'm saying from like a viewer's perspective, like obviously it doesn't work out. It hardly ever works out. But like, to, like Brooks is just constantly in control. And it's awesome to see him have complete control over his game again because he's not dealing with fucking like bum knees and hurt hips and everything else. And I think what's so interesting about this conversation is like we've been talking about it for 15 minutes now and it takes a long time to get to all of it, right? Because the second half of this conversation is like, yeah, he also like essentially left uh, the bulk of competitive golf to go play for this Saudi golf league. He also is like teeing it up with smash GC. He's also like given a lot of shitty quotes and press conferences. He's also doing all this stuff, which is all totally valid. And you may fucking hate this guy. And you may be like, dude, get him off my TV, which is like, again, totally within your right to, to feel that way. But man, you got to start with like, what he's like between the ropes first, I feel like, you know what I mean? And, and just what we saw today and 
and, and the way he came out all the other today. stuff is almost like secondary in, like in the way, way he came out today and, and you know birdies two three and four i mean just puts it puts it out there and says you know what yeah like we're fucking doing this today stumbles on six but even on six like you know has to get that drop from from fake Seth Waugh, which we'll get to that <laughs> later. Hits an awesome iron to get it on the green. Like that was one of the best shots I yeah. saw all day to make bogey there. Hovland had to grind to make par just to make up one shot on him there. Uh, I thought the bunker shot, like he he hit a, I, I think made a, probably a poor decision, put it in the bunker on 11, tried to hit less club and just kind of, you know, didn't get it. Hit, it like it's up against the lip there. It's an I didn't unbelievable think there was any bull bunker shot to get it out. No way he could get that within like 30 or 40 yeah. feet. And he hits it to like 10. It was just incredible. And then steps up on 12, birdies that, birdies 14. Like that was just, an, you know, just like that was the moment on 14, I think. It was like, all right, like if you put this on the green, like it's going to be very, very, very difficult for anybody to track you down. For, for like Vic's going to have to play perfect golf down the stretch to even get this thing into a playoff. And, you know, Two pup, like two pup birdie there, and then just just shuts the door on on you know thirteen. I thought he was gonna stuff it in there close on thirteen after Vic kind of Vic's up there first uh, on thirteen, kind of or on uh, fifteen, uh, kind of pulls one, and then I thought Kepka was gonna end it right right there and then, like just yeah. stick it to like four feet, and he pulled it as well. But then then comes out birdies birdies sixteen, and like you know as as Victor's. Taking no, drops in the and fake doing all, yeah. bunker and, and Brooks hits it to four feet. It was like that was that was one of the most cold blooded moments I've ever seen on a golf course. Randy, how do you how do you square some of the kind of unlikable Brooks with inevitable Brooks stuff? Uh, well, I think it's a really interesting discussion how much how, how much they go hand in hand and, and how necessary one is for the other because. I, I don't know, Cody. It's like I, I see a little bit of John Rom, right? As I, I don't know if you would consider him a, a type A guy, can be pretty prickly. I, I just, I, I don't think you have to possess that, but for certain guys, it it just works. And I, I don't know. I, I hate kind of playing armchair you know, psychologists and stuff, but it, it, I do think it's a fascinating discussion um, about, well, what's interesting about that, Randy is like, you don't really have to play armchair psychologist because like he put a bunch of it on film on the Netflix stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, it like that, that was kind of one of the other facets of this whole conversation is like, you know, I think everybody talks about Netflix and what it's going to do, like how entertaining, like the actual product is going to be. And really what makes it, the Netflix stuff so good is like it's almost like a dec- when it's done really really well it's almost like a decoder ring for all these other yeah. moments that happen right like you can the reason that today means so freaking much and that we're not kind of rolling our eyes at like oh tough guy Brooks like this guy doesn't fucking care he hates golf blah blah is because you kind of see him like almost in tears about like man I don't know if I can even do this anymore and then the fact that he comes back and does it is is again like he's he's not my guy but God, that's impressive to I, do. I, I will say too, his guys that were waiting for him afterwards. What a crew! What a what a cast of characters that is. Yeah, the yeah. guy in the red tracksuit. I don't think I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen the uh, seven second delay button just get mashed <laughs> for for quite that long. I'm gonna throw this up. Uh, KVV just sent it over in in one of our other 
chats, but uh, from Sean Zach, somebody asked him to flash the five uh, <laughs> during the ceremony. <laughs> oh, that's gonna I get think... solid going. Which, <laughs> so, one thing that. I want to ask, I, I want to ask you guys is, of course, you know, live. We're, we're going to hear a lot about live, and we can debate that till the cows come home. But uh, part of me does think that live is probably could be the best thing to happen to Brooks Kepka in that if he it's one of the few guys that makes exactly sense him, right? if he's about the big moments and and if that's what he cares about and listen once you get to a certain point I gotta think week to week tour life it, it of course it just turns into a grind and I I get where that kind of comes into like man I don't really like that part of it but I want to get up for the majors. And I just think Liv just has presented such a perfect opportunity for him to get away from the week-to-week stuff of tour and and to go get healthy and to go kind of get out of the spotlight a little bit. And now he can just show up at these majors. And if he wants to put an even bigger chip on his shoulder because of all that, God bless him. But I, I, I do think it's been really good for him. And that... That's a double-edged sword because I'm not sure. Obviously, the fracturing has been good for professional golf at large. Would it be tough to say it's it's not a good setup for him? I think the live stuff's gonna be a weighty conversation, so I'm gonna get to ad read number two here before okay. before oh, we do boy. because it might be, it might wow. be another 20 minutes. It might be another 20 minutes before we can come up for air. This show is also brought to you by our friends at Titleist, the number one golf ball in golf. That's redundant and that's on me that's not in the copy uh it's also the number one ball at the pga championship with 100 players at oak hill this week teeing up at pro v1 or pro v1 x randy i know i don't have to tell you this it's a couple big big weeks for championship golf ncaa men's regionals were played this week across six sites in the, the country the women, let, well, the big one. And the women are doing their well, the, yeah the, sorry well, we're going to get, you do you no, want to do that? Ad read, or you want me, go you want me ahead. Go right. um, <laughs> of the 450 men's players uh, competing for a spot in the upcoming men's NCAA championship, 87% of them played a titleist golf ball. Randy, that's wow. a shitload on Friday. Randy, do you, can you tell me what tournament kicked off the women's NCAA championships? Women's NCAA championship began at Greyhawk Golf Club in Scottsdale. Guess how many, guess what percent of the field is, is playing a Pro V1 or Pro V1X, Randy? 78%. No, way higher than that. 90%. Are you kidding? 100, 141 players in the field That's playing a Titleist. Humongous. And of course, yesterday's US Amateur Four Ball got underway at the Kiowa Island Club, uh, where 81% of the field is teeing up a Pro V1 or Pro V1X. Titles was also the top choice in every single club category across the six NCAA regionals, NCAA Women's Championship, and the US Four Balls. That's drivers, fairway woods, hybrids, utilities. I'm going to have to take an extra breath. Irons, wedges, and putters. I think that's all uh, the golf clubs. I, yeah, there's that's no more all left, them, sir. That's it. There's nothing left. It doesn't say anything about chippers. Mm. I know you invoked chippers the other day and, and was talking well, about ball retrievers. Ball right. retrievers? We, haven't, we don't have a count on chippers or uh, ball retrievers, but we can, we can effort that. Uh, when the biggest titles in golf are on the line, more of the best choose titleist. Uh, and, you know... Neil, you know, TC, maybe you and Neil can make a run at the four ball next year. I think that'd be good for the goals podcast. The way we, can... we played together, we, we, we ham and egg the heck out of it uh, a couple weeks ago up at the tree farm. I'm starting to play some golf. I'm driving the ball like a menace. I think, I think we would be 
you know, thunder and lightning in a four ball together. Well, I, I look forward to uh, to seeing that. Randy, TC, I was sorry to sorry to cut you guys off. We had to get that in. What's Tron? Let me let me throw yeah. it back to you. What what is what's today mean for for live? So well, just our first speaking, first live player winning a winning a major. What are, what are we what are we taking away from speaking that? Speaking specifically, like kind of the counterpoint to Randy's thing about like live being perfect for Brooks is like, live is perfect for Brooks because it doesn't and and I guess to a certain extent the tour doesn't mean anything either but like it also means that like the 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 implication there is that live doesn't mean anything oh for like, sure Brooks I can think, just yeah. just go on cruise control and like not have to give a fuck and like you know I mean team smash is suffering because of it they're they've they've you know ninth tenth second sixth fifth and fifth this year <laughs> which was kind of the takeaway like both I mean obviously especially from today but from the first three rounds of the masters too is like Man, this guy must not give a fuck about those <laughs> events. Like this guy is is not winning every event by like fifteen shots. Like, man, he was really not care. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got he's got you know one win this year at uh, the Crooked Cat course in Orlando, and then otherwise he's got a third in Singapore, sixth in Tulsa. But um, you know, I I don't think that Brooks is being challenged on some of these setups quite like he is, and so that like kind of leads me back to it makes the win even more impressive. Cause he's not really getting like good reps. Totally. And that was kind of the thing everybody was saying, right. was like, these guys aren't going to be sharp coming in. They're not going to be ready for, you know, these, these big tournaments. And obviously that for, for at least some of the players is proving to the, not the be whole, the case. It's like, he just doesn't need well, it. It's and crazy. that was the whole joke when he was playing full PGA calendars yeah. was like, he doesn't win regular events. He, he, he's got a way to get up for the majors. Let, let me ask you, how much do you guys think, and we're, we're going to talk like setup stuff later, but how much do you think is like he quote, he doesn't care and how much do you think is setup stuff? Because I also think a week like this just plays so much into his hands where other guys are, you know, not able to even compete on these golf courses, whereas a lot of the bad setups on, you know, that he would be well, playing in PJ Tour events or in live tournaments or like just bring a lot of other guys in. There's plenty of bad setups on the tour, but there's like that's what I'm saying. I think it's almost the same. And there's thing. some bad courses on tour, but like some of the courses they're playing on live are like bad, bad. Like like you wouldn't hold a fucking corn fairy tour event there, you right. know. And uh, so I think that's yeah, like that's the thing where. But I think also it's just a matter of like how you manage your energy. Like the reason he's able to get up for these majors, you know, throughout his career, even pre-live, is because he's not wasting his energy you know, chasing a little white ball around at Wyndham, you know, and, and trying to grind his ass off on that. He's got a singular focus and, you know, like that's, that's not a great thing for, for whichever professional golf organization he's aligned with on a week to week basis. But I think it's a cool thing for the game at large that like it kind of, you know, silos what's important into four or five weeks. And I think we have to listen to him when he says, I enjoy it when the conditions get harder that that makes me play better. And I think it certainly makes him better relative as peers. And so, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine a situation where it's like you can, you can keep going week to week on tour and, you know, you'll have some success. Of course, he's going to win from time to time. Or you can kind of cash all that out for a humongous payday and go really not worry about your week to week and just concentrate on the four biggest weeks of the year. Yeah. I, I just think it's a deal that yeah. when you put it in those terms, of course he's going to take it. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Especially when you have 
luxury stuff and you spend money like a fucking madman where like <laughs> you know because that because that's probably weighing on him from a week-to-week anxiety standpoint of like it's, it's it's actually muddling his his priorities if he's worried about making money during the regular pga tour season you know all of that in addition to like the fact that probably for one of the few times in his professional like adult life he was able to help his brother out in something that he is very, very, very clearly passionate about and probably would not have gotten a, a chance of getting to the level that he wanted. And we saw him. He brought him to Zurich. They played together multiple times. Like being able to use that platform to kind of boost him up. I mean, I'm sure it meant a lot. I think it's really interesting, Randy, kind of what what you're scratching at there and some of the like what's at stake if I walk away? What am I getting if I walk away? All of those things is, you know, where I think it's very, it has been very easy for us and I won't speak for you guys, but speaking for me, it's very easy to say like, man, this guy's throwing it all away. He's not going to be part of competitive golf anymore. He's not doing any of those things, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's going to forget about him. And now on May 21st, uh, I'm also just got done saying like Brooks is the only <laughs> fucking guy that matters. And like he did it, man. Right. Yeah. It was like a it was a Action, big risk, baby. Yeah, it was a big risk for him to do that. And he like both cashed in again in an abhorrent way that I think is very shitty. And two, uh, like but he, he cashed in and is kind of like the guy of his generation now. So it's like. Yeah, I think if I was him, I probably wouldn't give a fuck what I had to DJ, say. DJ, just it. like my hitters at, at Corbridge Financial say, <laughs> action is everything, baby. It's, everything. It's interesting, everything. though, DJ, you mentioned that, kind of doing it his own way, taking a risk. I mean, that's how he started his pro golf career, yeah. was, was going over and playing the European Challenge Tour and winning there, earning his European Tour card. And then through that, eventually getting sponsors exemptions, playing really well on, on the PGA Tour and earning his card. So, I, I mean, Tron, we, we talked about it. Gosh, that was over 10 years ago now. Just the amount of respect I had for that career choice, right? If, if I'm a 23-year-old who can play world-class golf, I would love to go over and just bounce around Europe and see the world. Yeah. And I, I just... He's a guy that's marched to the beat of his own drum uh, in, in quite a few instances. And I feel like every bet he's made on himself has paid off thus far. What else? What else are we missing on Brooks? Anything? Guys, it's weird. I, like When I watch Brooks play golf, that's how I think Ludwig is going to play golf. <laughs> okay. All right. The, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I, what do we what do we holster that? What are we talking I about? I swear to God, it's the same long like the way he hits his long irons, the straight. It's kind of those like that boring trajectory. And the ball hey, just listen. doesn't he just doesn't. Let's see if, if we're if we're sitting here in two years and Ludwig has five majors, we I'll got, have that conversation. We got NCAAs coming up and he just won regionals <laughs> yeah, last and, week. And I'm happy so to talk I'm about happy that. I'm happy to shout I'm him ha- out, okay? I think maybe there's just three or four other things on the top of the agenda that would that would go I just, just slightly above that. Respectfully. Well, well let Respectfully. me ask you guys this. It, it's it's like half bit, but half interesting conversation. He's got five now. What What are the new expectations or what are the new possibilities in terms of major wins? Well, dude, you look at a guy that like Solly, I I borrow this line from him all the time. Everybody's trying to peak at the same time and very, very few guys can actually do it. Brooks can obviously fucking do it, right? And so if you're looking at a guy that is healthy, that is super confident, that is has some good golf course fits coming up, it's like, I mean, we say the same thing about Rom. We say the same thing about Scheffler. I, I know it's recency bias, but like, man, why, what is the reason he can't go win another yeah. two, right? 
three. Royal Liverpool has very flat greens. Like that's a kind of a recipe for Brooks. Uh, I mean, what if we see him get ahead of like Phil? It's it's wild. We tried. What if we saw him get ahead of Mister Nicholas? I mean, <laughs> well, guys, that would be a lot. Well, be a deep lot. breaking news across the wire. Real okay. Quick. Break, breaking news. If this is Ludwig related, you're getting me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I swear to God, it's not. <laughs> Block is in this week, Randy. Colonial gave him an exemption. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Where did you get that from? The big, the big Mike Visaki memorial exemption. <laughs> Shut. Uh, PGA Tour. See you next week, Michael Block. Michael Block receives invitation to next week's Charles Schwab Challenge. Well, we're gonna be there, big. Anything you want us to to say to him? Yeah. Questions? No, big won't. Big won't face the music. <laughs> I'm the biggest blockhead there is. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Are you a blackhead or a blockhead? Guys, kind of a kind of a good good course fit. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I might have to drop a couple drop a couple nuggies on Mike Block. What? A, pretty good court. Pretty good course fit at Colonial. Yeah, he's got, he's got three hundred thousand dollars now. You know, sloshing around in his account too gonna maybe get on the tour truck maybe get some things worked out <laughs> get into that player dining DJ, I, 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 I want to scratch at what you just said though because we do talk about wanting to see guys peak and you did say rom scheffler kepka i mean to me that's that's what we're looking at right now right isn't that those are the three big dogs on tour and i think that relegates jordan spee certainly that relegates justin thomas that relegates Rory, Rory McIlroy, who has not won a major in 10 years, almost 10 years. <laughs> but, almost. but there's no other way to put it. Is Those three guys, to me, are in a different category. <laughs> this is slight breaking character a little bit, but I think watching Brooks today was the first time I've been like, oh, man, yeah, it's probably pretty annoying when we talk about speed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can see. I can see that'd be kind of annoying when we talk about Rory all the time. This guy's out here just ripping people's esophaguses out. Uh, yeah, I don't, well, get back to your original question, Randy. What you know? It's it's sports talk radio, but we're essentially sports talk radio. How how many majors are we getting to? Well, let me say he's played thirty six majors in his career. He's got God, and he's won. Five. He's got eighteen <laughs> top tens, nine oh. a quarter of the time he finishes first or second, and five wins. So. And some of those were during like hurt years. Yeah, too. I, I mean, I think the it's I think crazy. the new targets eight. I, I don't know if he yeah. will, but I certainly think it's more than possible. Which gets him to what, Mister Watson? I believe. I think the live schedule like definitely helps a person like Brooks. Uh, that's exactly what he's looking for. He has all the time in the world to go practice and chill and do whatever else, and he knows how to tune it up when when the time is right. It also hurts people like, you know, P, probably not the best for, uh, but really, and I know this is the difference between PGA Tour and what all the elevated events are versus majors, but like all the guys who play on the PGA Tour, they're like fucking fried already, and it's May. Yeah. Well, I mean, Brooks has to go tee it up this week, though. He's got to go to Trump, D.C., Tee it up this week, like yeah, but also like, what if he just shoots three eighties? Like, that's what I mean, game. literally. It, but I know he's been pissed matter. at how much they have to play. Yeah. Like he's because they've been trying to up the playing there, and he's like, no, like the whole reason I signed up for this was because I only wanted to play like twelve times a year, not you know, not some Asian tour invitationals that I I need to, you know, get up to eighteen times plus plus majors. 
Which so. I think kind of, and you guys, again, I'm not speaking for you, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that kind of itches at a little bit of the like, what does this mean for live, right? Because I think, I, I agree with you, I think that's kind of going to be the attitude. I don't think Brooks is like, you know, it's great to have this one behind me, but I'm going to get with my team tonight and we're going to be thinking about, you know, Trump DC and we're going to be thinking about how to attack that golf course. We're going to be thinking about all these, like, I don't, I just don't think no, it's I, even like transferable at all. I think it's great for the people of DC who want to go out and watch yep. Brooks Kepka hit some drives. I think live continues to be awesome for the people who are able to attend events, right. And being able to like go see these guys in person and, get out and go see Phil giving thumbs up and go see Brooks and go see Patrick Green and go see Bryson hitting bombs and all this, all this stuff is like, makes total sense for people on the ground. But like, why the fuck do I need to tune into an event that like, I'm, this is my inference. I'm going to assume Brooks is probably not really giving well, a shit. I, I th- yeah. That's the whole I thing. I think that's the whole thing is I, 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 it, through none of this, do I mean to imply that like live has, actively produce this it's it's almost a backhanded compliment like live is so unserious that guys are like yeah let me just pretend to go i i can hit and giggle however many times a year get all my money and then try to tune up and compete in the majors i i, I would say he felt un- the same way about- for like 10 people 10 of the 48 I think what you see and what you'll see this week is that you have all those other. I guess I'm talking Holter about the world and class. Westwood yeah. and all these other people being like, "Oh, look! Everybody said we're so washed up. Look at Brooks." I'm like, yeah, but dude, like, I mean, Holt, the majestic still are, are fucking washed up, yeah. man. Like, you're not I think Brooks C-Wong, fucking Kepka. I think Siwon Kim's got that 68 to build on. He's gonna yeah, go try to cut. Cash check. Massive 75, 73 on the weekend. Unfortunately, TC, I know that's tough for you and your but, Iron but Man. it doesn't like in no way do I think Liv has a you know, we should get OWGR points because this is serious <laughs> golf. Damn it, like, no, right. no, 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 Kepka, it's a great place for Kepka because he doesn't want serious golf that much. All right, anything else on on uh, Brooks? We talked Brooks for forty minutes. Anybody who says we don't like Brooks, we don't respect Brooks, we don't, we don't, you know, any of that stuff. We've written Brooks off. We just passionately talked about him for forty minutes. So I feel I feel pretty comfortable in my position. Did we miss anything, Code Man? No, it was awesome to see Rom win the Masters. It was equally fucking awesome to go out and see Brooks Kepka absolutely like own the final round on Sunday and win the PGA Championship. Will you guys be upset hey. if he doesn't make the Ryder Cup? Yeah. Yeah, I he's, uh, he has I'd to, have to the check the tip. numbers, but he's like number, he's got to be on number two. Like he's got to be in on points, right? Yeah, like the, the PGA of America's biggest event. I think you win that in a Ryder Cup year, you're you're pretty much in. Guys, I, I I'm not sure ZJ's fit to be captain. <laughs> we can unpack right. that on a future pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> why, Mister TC? No, he said he's going to hold it for the future. Okay. Out of respect for Seth Waller. Okay, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. And, and, and for Mr. Block. Dude, this is Mr. Block's week. I don't, I don't want to get in the way of that. God, uh, another one. Mr. Block. Good, good course. It's about to be. Simone. It's not a hot boy summer. Just it's a hot it. block summer. I'm, I'm officially Randy, declaring I, it a hot block summer. I just I just tagged you in a tweet from, from our boy Luke Elvey. Uh, made so many people were just crying. Weeping. My mom Grown was crying. Man. IBF was crying. Elvie's crying. It's unbelievable. Man. People, people Blocky. are learning how to believe in the America's game again. back. I think I think Michael Block <laughs> brought America back this weekend. Uh, all right, let's uh, talk Victor, should we? Because yeah. Victor, God, Victor played a really freaking good round of golf, man. 
really good round of golf and Brooks played a better round of golf, but Victor was, he was kind of the guy we didn't know, you know, if, if he was going to show up, he's had a lot of those like final round 72s, final round 74s, things like that. And Victor absolutely came to play today and just got beat, which is exactly what you hope for from a TV perspective. That's, I mean, two guys kind of like going at it and gnashing teeth for Four and a half hours was yeah. no, was no, really good stuff. Four oh five, I believe they clocked the that, final. Group I, that's in. true. Pace yeah. was great. They, uh, it must be the range finders. <laughs> no, Vic was great, man. I think, like you know, kind of. I think he sustained that that first you know, barrage from uh, yeah. Kepka there. Birdies, birdies four, big birdie on four there, and then big birdie on five to follow it. Missed the sort of shorty on two yeah. after he, he yeah. stuffed the pinata, but that was straight down the hill. He That's some tough really putts. hard, really yeah. hard putt to make. Whereas whereas Brooks had a bunch of like uphillers. Like yeah. I think I think Vic had some some tickly ones. Whoa. Um and then like seven, like he he plays very like he he took his medicine. Yeah. Like kind of playing away from from you know, like lays up in front of the creek there and then you know hits a decent wedge in, but makes bogey but kind of takes the big number out of play um i don't know it was just it was a really really solid round of golf i think for all intents and purposes it it seemed like a 66 or a 67 he had the double on 16 um you know he drove it so freaking well most of the day that was the one that just you know that one kind of felt like that one got away from a, a little bit down that right side and and you know i'm i'm, I'm kind of surprised that he didn't get it up on 14 green either like great chip too i was so impressed with his chip yeah, all sure. day he's chipping on eight and nine uh his chip on 14 there like he had some some really really tough spots and he chipped his butt off i think as far as the stats go today was statistically the only day he didn't drive it well he was uh he lost about a stroke in a two tenths uh it was 65th in the field in driving today but 44th for the week and then Obviously led the field in ball striking. He was second, second, second the first three rounds, which is freaking unbelievable. But even I, driving I wise, like strokes gain approach, I feel like it was just two holes. Like, and, and that's what I mean. I think he probably lost lost big on those. It was seven. Those two. Yeah, it was seven and sixteen. Like otherwise, I, he drove it pretty well. I think the knock uh, on Hovland coming into the week, right? If if you told me to give the case against Hovland, it would have been like, man, a lot of gnarly rough, a lot of weird short grass. Mm -hmm. How's he going to chip? He was 10th in the field strokes gained around the green. And then he was 25th in putting. So like pretty, pretty rounded out, pretty solid. Felt like he putted really well today. Was he pretty high up today? Cause I know third round, that was the thing. He was like, he was eighth yeah, today. 2.2. Like, I couldn't, up. I couldn't make a putt. I, I was super impressed yeah. with him. I, you know, I don't really have much to add beyond what you guys have said, but it was it was really nice to see him in a big spot and playing confidently and aggressively and rolling in putts and you know making Brooks earn it. I, I, and I think that's ultimately what he did. I, I thought Vic had a great post round interview with Dottie saying essentially all to that same effect where, Hey, I, I thought I played really well and Brooks was better. And you know, this was a good step for him. Cause I do think this was a, a very good step and an important step for him. I think that's right. I, I think like uh, this is, this is, you know, kind of, I don't know, stupid, but we, uh, I know his results in majors have been really nice, but it almost is, it almost felt like he was kind of like cresting the hype, right. And starting to come down that, 
the backside of that. Like you mountain. punched back today, right? Yeah. And it's like, no, we're, we're still heading absolutely in the right direction. And today was a good sign of like, oh, this guy's absolutely going to get one of these. I think 13 is a great example of that. Like par five doesn't hit a great drive, you know, kind of bunts one up the left, um, hits a good layup. And then like, I think he and, and his caddy Shea, they really buckled down on that third shot. It hit It was a, they're like 150, 155 out to kind of a tucked blindish pin up the left there. Hit it to 10 feet and made the putt and like kind of re-engaged. Then they birdie 14. And it's like, all right, like man, like you're he's not backing down. He's 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 going and getting the moment. Um, I don't know. I'm I was pleased. I thought he he, you know, handled it like a gentleman at the end there. Uh that's a just a shitty thing to happen on 16. Eerie. Like, it, I was gonna it, was, say, it was a bad lie. Crazy. Too. It looked like a bad lie. The, the exact um, same but, thing. Yeah. yeah. As Corey, uh, Connors, as Corey you, Connors. You're referencing yeah. from Unbelievable. Yeah. I'm still I'm still confused as to how Corey Connors got such a like better spot up there than I think his what Vic ball got. might have been a little um, higher in the face. Just farther right. Yeah. Okay. It may have been just slightly, you know, I, I don't know. Or the pin location, right? Trying to determine closer to the hole or not. Yeah. I mean, Vic's game like sets up so well for a PGA with, you know, some of the, like, it's, it's like the opposite of Spieth's chipping. Like when Spieth, like you want that short grass around stuff and you want it really nippy for Spieth. I feel like Vic's game is better for like that Northeast kind of more lush, long grass kind of thing. Uh, I mean, shit, even the one on the, the, uh, on 15 when he missed it, or or on um god what was the one like short grass chip uh maybe that was pretty early on actually that was on one actually like he goes long and then he and then he hits it back up the walkway it was on the short grass hit a great chip there like i think yeah. i don't know i just I, i'm buying it i i liked i liked what i saw today i've been critical of him in the past i think he he seemed under control he seemed uh, you know, not scared by the moment, and it's going to happen at some point in the next year or two. Well, we've talked uh, a lot of Brooks. We talked a lot of Victor. Let's bring in our guy on the ground, KVV. He was out following uh, the final group today at Oak Hill. Uh, KVV, what uh, what was the uh, what was the best thing you saw today? Let's start there. The best thing I saw today was the shot that Brooks hit on sixteen after Hove buried it into the face. Uh, and had to chip out sideways. And literally 10 seconds after uh, Hove's ball was in the fairway, Brooks hit it to five feet. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was like, hey, hey, Vic, Vic, we're, we're, we're done here. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Take your time, it's, but like it's It's, it's been over. nice of you playing yeah. around, but it's over, babe. <laughs> it's good. So. Yeah. Uh, no, I was. What was can fun. you talk to us about the the moment on 16 a little bit? The uh, the ball embedding there. What did what did you see up close? So I was really like probably 25, 30 feet right of Hob, and I was thinking to myself, God, this is a hard shot. Like, I think I even turned to Kyle and said, God, this reminds me of like that tiger shot at Hazeltine where like the ball was way below his feet and he hit like that swooping four iron like hook over the trees. I was like, that is going to be so hard for him to stay like down on it. And all of a sudden it was just like, <laughs> I mean, it was like, it was like the ball had hit a piece of rawhide. It just was absolutely buried oh. and you could see that it was like i wish i hope there's a picture of this because hovland just like looked up at the heavens like oh my god i just oh, yeah. fucked everything up uh yeah. it was devastating i still i mean they must have took four or five minutes to figure out the drop at least uh and brooks was just kind of chatting with ricky elliott and laughing and chuckling and 
I was like, man, what a, I had just said to someone right before that, well, at least we're going to get an awesome finish right at the end. Like, it'll be, you know, we'll get it down to 18. And it, the only bummer of it was, is like, when you get that moment where a bad shot ends up deciding a major championship as opposed to like a great shot, it goes from being like an epic finish to being like, oh, okay, a little deflating. It felt like a little bit like the Super Bowl when the pass interference didn't get called and the New Eagles didn't get the shot. I was like, okay, well, this was a bummer of the way this ended, so. But KVV, I think that's actually the cool thing about Brooks stepping up and hitting it to five feet is like it turns it back on its head and a great shot does decide it because it's like putting the nail in the coffin. And- it's, yeah, it's kind of like, hey, man, e- even if this was close, like who do you think is going to hit the shot? Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's he's just a killer today. I mean, he just every time that there was a chance for him to make double, he just kind of stepped up and was like, no, nope. it was a little bit I was talking about, you know, last night like he just doesn't make the stupid mistakes it was funny we were talking to pete cowan afterwards one of his you know coaches and pete said yeah he makes those mistakes in regular tournaments makes them all the time and for whatever reason he just doesn't make them in majors and that's why he's a great major player gosh that's that's unbelievable what uh what anything else you picked up kind of from the the whole brooks experience the brooks Brooks was here. Brooks is here. Uh, experience. I think it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, there's a lot of questions, kind of trying to lead it into what does this mean for live? What does it mean for live? And Bryson was was very happy to jump into that, uh, jump on that grenade and say like, this means everything for you know, it's awesome. This, this validates everything we're talking about. And I think that the live guys should do that. I think they should sort of stunt on that. Brooks continues to sort of be like, yeah, I'm good. Like this is for me. And I think you know that's yeah. that's kind of a you know the the way that i sort of look at it is like yeah you can tell me this is validating for live and i think it probably is on, on a lot of levels but it also means just a lot more for brooks and he every time people are like have you texted greg norman and he was like nope i've texted my wife and that's the only person i want to talk to <laughs> he, he never quite goes along with the sort of party line of like you know really gush over live you know he was like yeah it does i think mean something it does that we weren't washed up or whatever but you know it's fine it's mostly means a lot for me and i i think that's kind of interesting it just sort of i think indicates that you know, Brooks is doing this for Brooks. He doesn't really buy into the rah-rah stuff, and he's happy to play for Liv when he's on Liv, but when he's majors, he's playing for himself. I also thought and, it was very interesting that, that that Jason Kokrak was not waiting for him behind 18 Green. <laughs> His brother was there. Disappointing, yeah. I couldn't tell if Matt Wolf was there, but, you know, it was obviously Kokrak was, was not was not there. You got to worry if there's some fissures within, within Smash GC. <laughs> got to worry. worry. Could be face collapse within Smash GC. Uh, KBB, anything else stick out to you from uh, Brooks's presser? Yeah, just let me actually yeah. let me ask you this. There's been so many. Amanda kept to her credit, kept scratching at like, what's this thing you picked up? What's this thing you knew you weren't going to do? What's this mistake you knew you weren't going to make again? Any he didn't take the bait in the TV interview. Did he talk about it at all in the uh, presser? He didn't. He he really wants to keep it secret. You know, I don't know whether uh, it's a it's a trade secret that <laughs> keep he's a secret. Keep he's it not safe. willing to let loose. It's obviously some mental thing because. He said that um, his brother's caddy and him actually stayed up all night after Augusta kind of like going over it and like not fighting about it so much, but just like drilling through it. And he said it was something that I, I did on the first tee. Uh, so he, he's sort of like, I'm just going to keep it to myself because I'm going to use it a lot in future majors. And we you know tried a couple of times to sort of get him to be specific. Uh, you know, Gabby Herzig asked him, you know, Claude Harmon was talking about that you were letting shots bug you too much. You know, you shot into nine in Augusta that, that, you know, hung around for a long time with you. Was that it? And he was like, nope, not it. Uh, and Adam Schubeck got it, you know, 
said, well, you know, are you, are you sure you can't? Yeah, yep. Honestly, Closer. Warmer. Brooks was really fun in the presser. Just like, obviously, been good spirits. But, you know, there's, it's, I think what I, my favorite Brooks is like this kind of happy, you know, um, cheerful, confident, but not dickish, arrogant Brooks. Like he's, he was really good about talking about the the full swing stuff again. He was like, I am glad that they got that side of me in there because that's who I really am. Like I might act like this big tough guy on the golf course. Like I don't talk to people and I'm, I'm all badass or whatever, but in real life, I'm not that way. He's like, I'll, I'll give you like the emotions of who I am when you see me off of the golf course. And I thought that was really kind of cool and revealing that he was like, this is a part of me. And I want you to see that there's Brooks. He puts up a front and I think, but he's very, he's more vulnerable than I think that uh, he's willing to be vulnerable. And I think that's kind of, I, I admire it. How much were you wondering what was going on up ahead <laughs> with, you know, obviously there were, there were, there were two champions today. Really golf was the champion three. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, yeah. With Boy, humanity, with, I would with, even say. It's with, uh, blocky up there. I mean, just an absolute triumph of the human spirit. And I think quick follow-up, did you cry? Yeah. There's a lot of crying going Randy, on. Randy, I want you to know that there was a lot of talk on the course amongst the media about whether the block hole-in-one was perhaps a false flag incident, that, that perhaps <laughs> it had been created, uh, you know, maybe Biden had made a call that, you know, this, this debt limit stuff was going down and we needed, the country needed a distraction and the hole-in-one for block was it. Uh, no, I mean, we heard the roar and, it, and I, Kyle was like, I, block just made a hole-in-one, hole-in-one. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. There's no way that happened. He's like, yep, no, 100% happened. And I was like, what? How did Rory react? And he was like, "Oh, he gave him a hug, and you know, it was like." And Block was like, "We were all there was a lot of jokes about Block asking him, oh, did it go in? Did it go in?' Like, you know, was, whether Block was milking it a little bit, but honestly, oh, right. Randy was appalled. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was awesome to hear. Here, I wish I had been there right when it happened, but uh, you know, it was neat. I mean, you know, and then it. It wasn't and even then one just of the greatest a, up and downs in the history of golf on 18. It's true on 18. <laughs> Amazing. God, it was awesome. Block was waiting after the after oh. the round to give Brooks a hug. So, you know, he was, uh, and, he, and apparently he was supposed to provide drinks for everyone, but there's no drinks here for me. I'm a little bit annoyed, but uh, that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's we'll interesting. That's the Bro- first Bro- strike. Against Brooks, was like, <laughs> Brooks even said that drinks are on block. So run up the tab, man, like run it up. <laughs> uh kev i know you got a lot of writing to do we'll get you out of here after this what uh, you know 10 years from now what's what's the lasting memory of of oak hill i think it's brooks getting emotional walking uh to scoring uh he did sort of talk about that you know why were you emotional and he said you know i'm sorry i'm gonna swear here for a sec but it's because all the fucking shit that i've been through i was in a lot of down dark place and i he's like there's only five or six people in the world that know like how bad it was and I was, you know, I'm just feel pretty good about having come through this. He's like, this is the most satisfying PGA. And I, I, the one question I asked is like, dude, like you're, you've won five majors. Only 20 people now have ever done that. Like you're one of the great golfers of all time. Like, how does that feel? And he was like, you know what? I can't really process it right now. And I'm sure that I'm going to process it eventually uh, because it's just kind of too big right now. It's too, uh, there's no way I can actually like step back and do it, but it's, it's pretty cool. And I was like, man. Brooks kind of is good. Brooks gives good press conference. He he will. It's not like KVV. I think that's a, yeah. I, I think that's a good thing, like a good development overall. And because I don't, I felt like the first few majors that Brooks won, maybe the first two or three, it didn't seem like it meant anything, and it didn't seem like he gave a fuck about golf at large. And I think that's what bugged me the most about it was that, like, you know what? It seems like I I care more about what this means than 
than you care about what this means. You're more, you're more concerned about being considered an athlete or, you know, you think baseball players are real athletes. It's like, no man, like just lean into this and like be, be the best version of who you are. You are a golfer. And it seems like a little bit that he's, he's actually come full circle on that, which I think there's something there, Tron, where it's, it's just so there's not quite a sport like golf to just like envelop all of that stuff into one person, right? Like when, when Mike Trout, you see Mike Trout, it's, he's in the batter's box or he's in center field and he hits a game winning home run. It's like, man, it's awesome. I just, I love it. And then he's off, right? You don't, you don't really see much. And it's like, yeah, he's boring. Like, but nobody really cares because he's a great player. Brooks, you you spend so much time with him between the ropes. You spend so much time with him walking to his ball. You spend all this stuff that it's just like, man, it's really hard to, I, I would imagine again, I'm, I'm projecting, but like, I would imagine I can't imagine how difficult it must be to try to keep your emotions in a place where you need to keep them in order to be a dominant fucking force on the golf course. And also like, you know, kind of like be outwardly cognizant and self-aware of like, Oh, I hope people like me, you know, which is why I think the blocky story is historic. <laughs> I think in the last point I'll make, get I think you Brooks, somebody who can do both Randy. Tron, I think for like in the early part of his career, he was hung up on like the idea of like, I, I want to be an athlete. I don't want to be thought, you know, because he does, there are elements of athletics that he, the other sports that he likes, but I think he's found sort of a happy place between where he does like golf. He does like kicking ass at golf and, but he likes sort of, he's, he's not a, a wimp when it comes to certain things. Like people were asking about, Oh, what did it feel like to be booed when you were, you know, on the first tee or whatever the other day, or people were heckling you kind of throughout. And he was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I mean, honestly, it's sports, you know? Like, yeah. he's like, if Tom Brady goes and plays the Jets, do you think that they're going to, like, be nice to him and, like, cheer for him? Like, you know, and that's, I was like, yeah, that's actually a decent point. Like, maybe golfers are a little soft in that yeah. sense. I Look, does Brooks like playing that up? Probably a little bit, but also there's some truth to that. There's some people who are sort of soft, but any sort of, you know, whisper in their backswing drives them crazy. Brooks is kind of like, yeah, man, whatever, sports. God, I love that. Yeah. Kev, thanks for all the hard work this week. Enjoy uh, your last night. Get get back to writing. Looking forward to uh, what you what you spin up either tonight or uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, oh, what are we missing? Kev, what'd you shoot this morning? Uh, Eighty four. Great, yeah, great walk that's around. good. Yeah, listen, that's good. Lot of Randy Moss jerseys out. Check out of- all of his playing lessons. Everything else. So we got his fitting video. KVV is about to stunt on it. Lot of your eighty-four jerseys out. It was a par seventy. Now, so you know, uh, let's be clear about that. But a lot of haters were saying there's, there's no way. True championship guys. courses are par seventies. Don't worry that's about true. it, Kev. It's true. No, a, a tremendous walk around uh, Monroe Country Club. Uh, thanks so much to Chris uh, for uh, bringing me and Shane Bacon out. It was awesome. Uh, made made the day like even more special. So uh, fun fun to do that. What is this? You, you're sh- shouting out members and stuff? Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. If any, yeah, any other members want to have me out, <laughs> anyone out in LA, let me know. That's the least I can do. Start book. I got some competing offers. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for looking for a good in on Sunday morning. He's done. 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 Thanks, Kev. Right. Oh, thanks, guys. Guys, I'm going to get to another ad read. Uh, we're we're approaching the hour mark. Uh, we are going to talk about our friends at Omni. Uh, we've been talking about Omni hotels and resorts and how they have 12 golf destinations with 25 courses from coast to coast. Your boy is actually going to be visiting uh, an undisclosed one of those locations this week. Omni resorts have it all. Great golf, sophisticated resorts, spas, food, pools, all of it, <laughs> Randall. Uh, Omni takes their golf seriously with top architects and continued investment. But what we've got to talk about is Omni PGA Frisco. TC, I know you've been out there to uh, Fields Ranch. 
They are going to be hosting uh, this week the KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship on the recently opened Gil Hance designed East Course. If you are looking to get out to Omni PGA Frisco, reservations are now open at omnihotels.com slash golf. Uh, Omni PGA Frisco is one of the most highly anticipated golf resorts to open and will be sun up to sundown golf property has a pair of 18 hole top notch golf courses fields ranch east of course by the aforementioned Gil Hans, and of course the fields ranch west by Bo Welling. PGA District, uh, which includes the Swing, which is a ten-hole. Randy, I know you love this part mm. three course designed by Gil Welling and Bo Welling and Gil Hans. That was kind of a I, I was getting ahead of myself on the collab there, uh, as well as the dance floor, which is the putting course. Randy, I, I do like do putting courses. With, like, I do. Big ass putting a, course. We had a, we've had great times yeah. on. Putting and he courses likes before. dance floors, so it's a it's a and I can match. cut a rug. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. We also have the lounge by Top Golf. We also have a PGA coaching center. We have the Ice House Beer Garden with hitting bays, plus a brand new 500 room resort with 2,300 square feet, and four bedroom ranch style houses, four pools, spas, dining, something for absolutely everyone. Go book a trip. Omnihotels omnihotels.com slash NLU. And I, you know what? I'll see all of you guys there for the NIT later yeah. this year as well. I cannot wait for that. I know. And we'll all, see you there 2027. All these uh, championships they, that they listed. How come the NIT didn't make this admirable? For real. You know, it was it was down there. I had to bump it uh, down. Yeah. I had to bump it down. You know, we've got the senior PGA. We've got the PGA championship coming on. NIT was right after that. Late May 2027, man. We'll see you there. I'm stoked. I think it's going to be a really, really good venue for it. TC, let's go down the leaderboard. We're gonna let you cook for a while, but we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it on the rails, okay? We can't have any kitchen fires, no, no grease fires. Uh, uh, but you you can cook for a little while. But I I'm gonna keep you moving, and I don't want you to take it personally. All right, you're you're my sous chef. All right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Cody, you're my chef de cuisine. Randy, you're the you're the front of house manager. <laughs> okay. 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 Yes, chef. Uh, heard, make, heard, chef. Make sure those tickets are up there. And make <laughs> yes, sure we're chef. firing. All right, we're, okay. we're backing up. We got people seated. Right, we got Cam people Davis. Seated. Fire great. table one. All right, TC. there were four sixty fives today. The Cams, Cam Davis and Cam Smith, Kurt Kitayama and Seb Straka. Oh. Seb, Seb Straka. There were five. Oh, Scotty. Who, who was the fifth? Oh, Scotty. Scotty. Okay. Yeah, uh, we haven't talked Scotty yet. We'll talk Scotty in a little bit. All right, we got our first play back. Come on, <laughs> uh, Chef. We got it's a little <laughs> under. A little Step under. Straka, yes, 65 T7 in the PGA Championship. That's a lot of Ryder Cup points. Step Straka could be could be a, a a sleeper pick for a European Ryder Cup spot. Uh, the big golfer Bryson. We'll talk about him. Cam Smith. Excited to see him. 70-65 on the weekend. Excited to see him rounding into form. LACC is a perfect fit for him. We had a fake top 10 from Cantlay uh, after a complete no-show yesterday. 72 yesterday on Saturday. 66 today. He's, he's, he's like, you know, unearned yellow on his Wikipedia page. Can't have that. I, I hate it. Uh, Team Rose got it in the house at T9, 71. Uh Good for the TC Vision Fund there. We've got uh, Shane Lowry, uh, kind of a middling weekend from Shane Lowry. He was he was even par on the weekend. Big Dick Vic Perez, <laughs> uh, a really medium Dick Vic. Uh, I don't know if we yeah I don't know if we have the intel on that. Yeah, uh, well, birdies four of his four, four four of his first five. Yeah, almost birdied six. A uh, couple bogeys in there, seven and eight. Birdies nine, pretty fantastic front nine. Lost a little bit of steam on 15 and 17, but great, great plan from him. Corey Connors, I expect all sorts of apologies coming in from Canada. 
Yeah, um, I've opened a I've opened a PO box if if the whole country would like to send me some yeah. some apology letters for for Corey Connors. I think I think Corey Connors is ex- like that was exactly what we thought we were going to get from Corey Connors at some point this weekend, and we did. Uh, still a good and week for him. T twelve. TC, yeah. will you force an apology from the Schlong as well to follow mm. you on Twitter again? Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> I think I think Corey Connors is like a really 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 top shelf mule. <laughs> like a, like a just a like good bloodlines great mule. <laughs> you do you disagree, Cody? No, I 100 percent agree. I think okay. uh, if you want to talk about horses for courses, this is just too big of a course for him. You got to get back to the kids' parties, man. This isn't exactly. a petting zoo out here. Exactly. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton, sixty nine, sixty seven on the weekend. Uh, pretty solid after an opening round seventy seven to Absolutely. to finish T fifteen. Eric Cole is hoovering up FedEx Cup points right now. It's crazy. What, what a great weekend, seventy seventy. Can't imagine he's got a ton of major experience. Yeah, T fifteen. Of course, ties with Block. We'll get to Block. Block's oh. getting his own Block. Yeah. Uh, Mito, T18. 67 today from Mito after a pretty shitty third round. Proof uh, of life after last year, Yeah, too. Xander. We don't need to talk about Xander. Xander, what? I mean, Xander was like three over through two holes and fought back. So a little bit of that. But uh, yeah, we're good. Uh, Minwoo. This is he, a cheesesteak menu. We just got too many things. We, we got we got too many <laughs> options. And to be, well, to be fair, he's banging them out. I've been watching the I clock am, and our, our flow is good. Our flow is good. We're, we're uh, fire, fire table 45, DC. What do we got? Yeah, tough. Table 45 is our VIP tonight. Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> 68, 71 on the weekend. It is wild, though. If you look at the stats, Tommy... It just completely turns it around with the flat stick on the weekend. 15th in the field in putting mm. on in round three, 10th in the field in putting in round four. And it, his, his uh, iron play kind of, kind of deserted him today. He was fifth in iron play yesterday, 61st today. So, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I came at you on Twitter. That was, that was bad sport. I was, I was <laughs> yeah, in a was bad shitty. place after some of those Rory misses and, uh, <laughs> I was just looking to lash out and hurt somebody. Yeah. I took it out on UTC. Yeah, that was, and that, that wasn't was fair. That wasn't fair to you. Uh, Alex Smalley, Matt Neesmith, Ryan Fox, good weeks for all. Colin Morikawa, kind of an interesting outfit today. 69 for him, but you know, T26, that's not what we're looking for. Uh, Justin saw really faded this weekend. Uh, a guy that didn't fade today <laughs> fought back after I was forced yeah, to issue an apology. Colin Taron, 79 so this was an, and 68. An interesting investment from TC. He bought big <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> The price Top of the crashed. To, it went to two dollars and sixty-eight cents <laughs> on on Saturday. No, and then he had. Well, they did sell actually. Yeah, that's true. You sold. You issued an apology, and then the the stock price went to the moon today with with a sixty-eight. Uh, it was like Shopify. Corner yeah. Chef, keep it moving. Let's go. Let's go. All right. All right. Uh, KHC, Danny McCarthy, Adam Scott, Spieth, sixty-nine today. I didn't see that coming. Spieth was Spieth no, battle. Spieth had it moving today. Props that was, to Spieth. That was fun to watch. Yeah, uh, we got to for Denny McCarthy. We got to get the uh, Lee Harvey Oswald blast on ESPN too. <laughs> that which, was great. Which maybe uh, DJ. Congrats to the Polish people. Adrian Moronk. His his strong run continues, man. Yeah, you know, a couple doubles today, and he sh- and he still shot sixty eight. That was yeah. impressive. Uh, Thomas Dietrich. We saw a lot of him this weekend. I don't feel like he necessarily played as well as like to warrant how much we saw of him. JT Poston, really nice sixty nine today. Um, gosh, what else? Chez fell back. Chez had a, a tough 18th hole, doubled 18. Yeah, 
really, really costly there. Uh, I think we're I think we're starting to get into some of the scraps <laughs> in the kitchen here. I totally. think the rest of these people are going to get they're no, going to get. We're making a soup now. Like we're yeah, yeah, we're exactly. taking all this stuff. Uh, yeah, Sahith, soup. Sahith, we got a stew for you. Rom, yeah. pull up a bowl. We've always got a counter spot for you. Steven Yeager, seventy six today, not good. Um, Yeager's had he's been on the reservation list for a year and a half. You know he, he's it, it's he's not willing to spend the money, but yeah, he's going to get some time. That's that's fine. Yeah, Dustin, uh, 67, 74, 74, 74 this week. Not what he was looking for. Twelve over in the last last three rounds there. Uh, and, Keith, and yeah, we got to you skipped the pro. We got to mention the the elusive first top ten in a major continues to uh, yeah evade the pro. LACC but the, but is going to win. LACC. Big, Big litmus test. Keith Mitchell, uh, plus 10, 77 today. Not what we wanted to see. Should have come on the live show. <laughs> yeah. He, you know what? He did offer to, but he was like, I'm going to be in bed. Big Tone today. Did not make a birdie today. 77 mm. for Big Tone. <laughs> unlucky. That's unlucky. Yeah, that's unlucky. unlucky. I just don't think there are any birdies out there, man. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like the toughest day out of all four. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got, guys. That's all I got. Uh, all right. Great service, Guys, TC. Right now, TC, that was phenomenal, Chef. I appreciate it. it was, you expedited. <laughs> Everything was quick to Thank the pass. We tried to turn it over as fast as we could. I'm fucking jacked up. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to go smoke like a dozen cigarettes here. <laughs> that's But that's the best part of the night, Code it's Man. A, go hang out out back. We'll all smoke a cig yeah, together. Get a little fries, <laughs> some gravy to wash it down, just good, some cold vodka. Good. I guarantee you on this website here, right here, these banners, I guarantee you these are Michael Block banners next year. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, Michael Block's going to slot into the uh, the Sessing House, the Morikawa's guy. <laughs> that's what this is. That, that's yeah. slot, you know? Yeah, I agree. Which I think brings us to the Michael Block portion of the evening. <laughs> the Block uh, Party. The Block Party. Uh, it was unfortunate. It was very confusing, I'm sure, for the for the viewers out there, all this Block Party talk, you know. Uh, I thought we had a pretty good brand to go <laughs> with the Block Party. It was totally usurped. Uh, Randy, of course, we had, you know, your call yesterday that if Block should beat Rory McIlroy straight up. Rory would be forced to apologize. Not only did that not happen, I have awesome news for you that both he and Block <laughs> will be invited back to the PGA Championship <laughs> last year. We're going to get to do it again. And I know that's going to make you really yeah, happy. Yeah, just like the, the worst outcome that could have happened today for <laughs> your boy here. Um, it was a, it was a little touch and go. Rory was was one up after after the 15th. I believe one stroke clear a block was had to be feeling a little nervy at that point um i i don't want to i don't i don't want to soliloquy here where where do we want to go there i mean there are grown men weeping there's <laughs> just some of the most hyperbolic tweets i've ever seen in my life on twitter there's nance calling his up and down on 18 quote one of the greatest up and downs of all time uh, you guys tell me where it should was we a good start? up and down <laughs> It was great up and down. I, I want to start with uh, just before you, you know, dampen this parade, Randy. I, I want to start with like m- my mom was literally crying watching golf today. That oh, does not happen. I'm a sure lot, mine okay? was. My mom texted me about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom, let me just say my mom cries at one shining moment every year, too, <laughs> after the NCAA basketball tournament. You know, Mike Block was kind of the human one shining moment today. I don't, you know what? I know we're going to bring in Solly for the next segment, but let's just bring him in now so you could you could be a party of this. Solly, hello. How are you? You're on oh, mute, but on mute. we're going to take you out while you figure <laughs> that out. Time. First uh, time, huh? The uh, so I, I guess what I'm where I'm going with that is I think Mike Block is a massive, 
massive net positive. I mean, what an unbelievable freaking story. TC, you called it Tin Cup, which I think is super spot on. Like nobody I mean, it gave was, a shit who won. Everybody was truly just cheering block. It was nuts. <laughs> the fact that he made an ace, it wasn't even just an ace. He blew out the O-ring, <laughs> didn't even bounce. I, it goes directly in. I mean, it was just it was I cannot I cannot man. tell you guys. I I hand up. It was an early morning this morning for me. I took a nap in literally not 3 minutes after I woke up from my nap. Michael Block just flies it in the hole. I was like, God, I hope I'm still dreaming. This is a nightmare. You were you were incredulous when he when he when he was asking Rory if it went in. You said he was playing it up. No way. No way. Uh, Solly, you back with us? You got some audio? I hope so. Can you hear me? All right, we got you. We got you. So you were, of course, out at the Darden School graduation today. Was was Mike Block to talk to the party? <laughs> uh, dude, I, it's be the they, they gave him an honorary speaker. MBA. Yeah, he's gonna be a commencement speaker <laughs> next year. In a career full of takes that I cannot tell if Randy's serious, he has elevated it to a... I didn't think we could get to this point. This is one of the worst blocks you've ever been on. No pun intended. With that, this is an incredible story. It deserves all the accolades. You, you need to read off a list of the pros that he beat, just like we read off for Tiger at the Masters last year, uh, because they should. he should take all their tour cards. I think... Did you... Well, you probably didn't hear John Rahm. John Rahm was not taking the bit when he was when he was doing a little work for CBS. They were trying to get him to gush over, and he's like, I don't know. He's like a really good player. He's John, like, John Rob said, said, quote, he's like, didn't I, didn't I hear somewhere he's played 25 PGA championships? Like, I don't know. It seems like a like, lot. Like, well, no, no, no. He has it. This is his fifth. Really? Like, well, you know, still, I, I just can't get, I mean, Solly, he's, he's a really good golfer. He's a professional golfer. I don't know why this turned into like, so are you though? This is basically. like Francis. We met part two. I, I'm not buying it at all. And then Nance calling the up and down on 18. One of the great. <laughs> up and downs of all time i i almost threw up i i guys i will say oh. block block and, and big tone neither of them made a birdie today. I, I was gonna say birdie free he is a golf professional not a professional golfer there's two that is there's that's two different things okay he this is a not a normal thing stuff solid that's fine yeah. this is not a normal thing he is not a tour player and he went out and finished 15th at the pga championship he's cashed a seventy-five thousand dollar check Here's here's the cool thing about Michael Block to me, and I think if if we're being serious for just a second, and I think what's making people cry and what's making people <laughs> say thank you, Mister Block, thank you, Mister Block, that are weeping. People are weeping. Dude, that was a movie. That was a movie yes. scene. This should be a movie. Randy, it, was, I, it, was, it already was. It was Tin Cup. <laughs> yeah, it's been a million movies. Tick but Cup, dude, this one, respectfully, Tin like, Cup was better. They did a Rudy movie that probably didn't deserve one. Invincible. I don't know if Air that Bud. was. Yeah. <laughs> Space Jam. This deserved a movie. I think, Randy, I, I can't remember the last time I've, I've like, how to say this? I can't remember the last time I can so cogently remember watching somebody who knows that they're having the best week of their life. Yes. Do you know what so I mean? Like, it, like, dude, I have the presence of mind to understand that, like, this is it, man. Like, this is what my golf life, I've been doing this for 46 years. This is what my golf life has been building towards. And I have the peace of mind to totally, like, not only comprehend that, not only be completely present in the moment, 
I just keep fucking playing good golf and I can't stop making pars. I just keep making par. Oh, what's that? You're t- we're just receiving word. I just made an ace play with Rory McIlroy. Did it go in? Awesome. Let's keep it going. Let's let's keep rolling. Like what an infectious, unbelievable freaking week, man. I just I could not get enough. And Randy, you're right. We're, we're people way over the top. Did I see people calling for him for an exemption into all four majors? Yes, I did. I did see that. Have you guys already ridiculous? covered? He's in the Schwab yes. next week. You already covered yeah, that? We did cover breaking that. news. Poor ass sent it over. And the whole thing is like, is it's all absurd, Randy, but come on, you got to divorce yourself from that. There's got to be a little optimism left in, in little big Randy DJ. that just is like, you know what? This is, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. You said it best today on ESPN. You said, Randy, log off. You cannot let other people get excited about this, ruin it for you. It is objectively awesome. <laughs> this, is Ran- this is Randy watching the block thing unfold today. This is gonna be Randy when it when it hits him when he's like, man, maybe I'm the problem, and that's it's just gonna come gushing out. I mean, like golf, man, golf won today, Randy. It was that's awesome. Right. It was awesome. He like he's he's got a real home club. He's been there for forever. The members were were, were all gathered around. They were watching it on the TV. It's incredible. It's incredible. He made like 300 grand, dude. <laughs> oh, and he like and he, and he stole the hearts and minds of everybody. Did you guys see that video? That was that was that was tweeted yeah. about him. <laughs> the old video, the old commercial. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where he's going around, he's stealing brides <laughs> he off the bride. off the altar. He's 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 wearing the white belts. He's grabbing shirts off the rack. He's, he does it all. And he had the chase sapphire <laughs> shot of the day, Randy. <laughs> Let me let that sink in, Michael. Let we, that. We bring up a couple of the tweets. We we bring up a couple of the tweets, Cody. The the oh like the uh, hyperbolic tweets. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, God. give what? Michael Block a lifetime exemption to every single major. <laughs> this this man works in broadcasting. Eternity. This is just this is not nobody. Jack Benjamin works in broadcasting. Sunday at the PGA Championship, playing with Roy McIlroy, Jim Nance on the call, impossibly good theater, golf at its peak, (laughs) America. America. What are we doing? Which kind of brings me to this comment from our friend uh, Anthony. Perhaps he deserves the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Is that Ryan Armour in his photo, too? Of course. Mule respects Mule. Yeah. God, Peter Cox was losing his mind. Earlier, <laughs> still wiping Luke, Luke Elvey, still wiping the tears from my eyes. Thank you, Blocky, for the ride of a lifetime. Hashtag Michael Block. I, I'm not the one that. Hashtag try I'm me. not the one that needs to appreciate this. Other people need to fucking go live life, man. If this is bringing you to tears, go live life. Is it now, TJ? Oh. If I if I can be serious for just a second, it's a great point that you make that he realizes this is the pinnacle and he appreciated that. I, I I will break character for a second and say that is that's great, good for him. But just all of this, no, just no, just no, I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh God, God Peter Costas kind of was going nuts on. Uh, he was like, <laughs> CBS isn't isn't uh showing CB- him this is CBS all people want saw to my tweets and they decided to show <laughs> michael block god you guys are making my nose hurt so bad <laughs> i'll just say yeah tc god that'd be the only thing that would lose oh, yeah. this tc just had a blood flow coming from the nose on my white road back hoodie <laughs> oh, 
Once the once the teardown portion of the Michael Block story begins, <laughs> that's what if you're a real journalist, Randy, that's what you need to start doing. You just start digging for some skeletons. Yeah. Oh no, Reddit's found a bunch of his old tweets. They found a bunch yeah. of stuff he liked. Milk, milkshake duck, Michael it's Block. Like, it's like Randy's guy Shemmy Shemblet were getting canceled yesterday. <laughs> Oh, my oh. God. Solid. let me ask you this. In, in all seriousness, uh, Michael Block, good course fit for Marco Simone. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes yeah, you I'd think, right? I'd listen to it. I'd listen to it. <laughs> kind of makes I'll, you think. I'll listen to it. He would have beat the shit out of us while we were out there. I mean, I'm ready to make the case. I don't want to box myself into a corner here that, like, what works at Oak Hill probably is what they should be thinking for. I, I don't want to make the case of you played well here in May. That means you're going to play well here in September. But – course similarity i'd say is going to be probably honestly pretty close i think it's going to be that kind of thick of rough and that that kind of contest so i'll, really, t- I'll really take blocky with me anytime really donald ross you know, style <laughs> i'm not comparing the two courses from their from their, their pedigrees because <laughs> uh, one one is quite a pedigree and the other one does not um but like i think it is somewhat similar that narrow fairways and thick rough we're talking, you know, well, Block's going to clean up on exceptions. <laughs> like we're talking ass captain at, at the least. I right? mean, he's he's <laughs> he's getting every alternate field event. He's getting corn fairy events. He's getting all sorts of stuff where, where I can break my own character, Randy, and maybe meet you. I'm not definitely not going to say halfway. <laughs> I can meet you like one fiftieth of the way is that I think we're going to get a pretty good indicator of how fast the media landscape works over the next like six weeks. We're just like, who? Wait, what? Who the fuck is in this field? No, get this guy out of here. What are we talking about? Michael Block. No, we already did that. We No, we covered that already. Yeah. And when we get around to next year, I think, uh, you know, just we, just be tread lightly on, on some of the Michael Block content next year. That's, all, that's all I'm going to say. All I'll say is KVV and I are going to have a hell of a time 25 years down the road doing the recap, pot, like doing the, the look back on 2023 majors and recapping the Michael Block <laughs> story because that's good. That one's going to stick out, I think. Oh, I made God. loudest ovation by far on 18. Here we go. Way by louder far. than Kepka. Yeah. Here's, yeah, here's I, one. Chris, uh, PGA of America just sent on an actual email with the headline: <laughs> Jeff Cohen's want to make her black block wins over America. <laughs> what are we doing? Have some have some self respect. <laughs> God, LACC is a home game for him too. It's true. I hope he didn't miss locals. Uh, no, no, he and his son are both in locals. Really? Yeah. Oh God. Get or, no, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, uh, sectionals. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my God! Get a camera on that, Randall. <laughs> Let me know what I need to subscribe to to watch that. Uh, so you mentioned setup stuff. I know we want to talk about that a little bit because we've got uh, what a transition from just giggling over Randy stuff to uh, let's let's talk about course setup. Well, here. listen, let's man, I'm a pro. I'm taking my I'm taking my role as a substitute teacher very seriously this week. I'm I'm here to I'm here to educate people. Uh, no, we talked about this. Uh, we we kind of scratched out a little bit on the ESPN coverage today, but. Looking through some of the pin locations, I think it hit both Tron and I this morning of like, man, I, these things are maxed out in in the corners and saw. I think it kind of triggered something on you know macro on the setup uh, philosophy in your mind. Well, I think it's not just golf. I think it's kind of all sports, and I want to kind of pick Randy's brain on this a little bit. Um, talking with JJ Reddick about how the NBA has evolved on the podcast about a little over a year ago um, helped validate this a little bit in some ways of like. Hey, man, when I watch the NBA now, it really feels like the basketball is a lot better than when I watched it in 2008. Like, they shoot it way better. The information is it has made the game way more efficient. 
three pointers and layups. We know what the the formula is, but like, dude, these these guys knock down three pointers from five feet behind the line with hands in their face now. Like that is like the 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 criteria to be an NBA player now. Baseball, like the shift and all the data that has gone into this, and pitchers throwing ninety nine miles an hour now has led to a, a a diluted style of play, a kind of boring style of play, kind of nearing like perfection in a lot of these sports. And I feel like golf has moved that far in ten years without people really even noticing it. It took a clip from like they, they showed a clip from Rory at the 2014 Valhalla PGA Championship. And I was like, whoa, that golf course looks absolutely nothing like this one. And I mean, just pins not in the middle of the greens, but not hidden away in the corners, not fairways at 25 yards wide, not ankle thick rough um, to stop balls going offline or just drive bogey scoring. And I know they didn't get a lot of win this week, but I mean, Kepka shot nine under par, like still in with pins totally hidden in the corners the entire week. They didn't use the, I don't know if they used it. They didn't get more than three paces off an edge on the second green the entire week. And that green was massive. I mean, they're doing all they can to hide the pins without making it silly. They grow the rough up as bad as much as you realistically can brought the fairways in about as much as you realistically can 7,400 yards par 70. And the dude still like had not that much of a problem with it. And I just am kind of, I don't know. I don't want to see golf like keep, trying to one-up that. I don't want to keep seeing it go that way. And I think, like, with information plus technology, we are nearing – and you can never play perfect golf. There's no such thing. But we're just getting nearer and nearer and nearer that. And I don't know if that's, like, a great thing for golf because I don't think it's been great for baseball. I don't know if that makes any sense, Randy, if I I make these kind of comparisons. But, like, I don't want to throw cold water on it. I think this is a great championship. But, like, dude, I don't know if I like where this is headed. I I think it makes total sense, Ollie. I I think – I think the powers that be have have a responsibility to think about what skills are are most important and and what skills belong and, and should be showcased uh, not only week to week but certainly in major championships. And I, I, I but I, this, the the problem I have with that within myself is like, dude, the best player won this week. It's not it's yeah. not about that. It's not the the question eventually gets answered, and I think it's deserving winner, incredibly deserving leaderboard. And I'm struggling to marry the two without being like, man, I just don't know where golf is headed because uh, that's like it, 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 we've kind of kept technology out of the conversation for the most part of this week, but like it's kind of ignoring the elephant in the room here. To, and like now on the recap, we can look back and say. All the technology stuff we've talked about on this podcast for six years now is on display. It, it's 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 getting elevated every single year, and there's a reason why. Like even if people don't believe something needs to change, there's a sustainability element of it that doesn't have anything to do with the environment. It's like, dude, where 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 else do you go from here? It's, it's yeah. just like the rest of the economy. Like everything's optimized, right? Yeah. Everything's completely optimized, and I think that's reflected in like we haven't gotten a fluky major winner in a really long time now. Like who was the last fluky major winner? Yeah, we were trying to think. I, I mean, Darren, yeah, like Darren Clark was the one that kind of came to mind, and that was kind of weird weather, weird setup, yeah. weird kind of everything open championship. But so I think you're I, I guess if I'm looking like around the corner of what you're trying to say, I think two things come to mind. One, like the USGA rollback conversation seems to be a very, very real thing, which I know is not like some incredibly massive sea change. And, you know, by all counts, it's kind of like let's you know, halt things now so that in 20 years, things look kind of like they look now. Excuse me. <clears throat> and I think too, uh, I think it kind of shines a light on the importance of like a restoration like this, 
right? Where it's like without this. Oh my god! I mean, and Andrew Grain had an amazing note this morning on Twitter. Of course, the guy that did the restoration of Oak Hill said eight of the first nine pin locations are brand new spots that we couldn't use last time. And when we look at all these different corners, it's like, dude, those are the fingers that they're using. The one on eight mm. was a yeah. perfect example. The one on two you mentioned was super jammed in all the edges. Even like some of the par fives and, and like it's without that, like, man, this you're not even able to do the things that you're talking about. So in, in a sense, it like you can look at it as a positive or negative, I guess. But in a sense, it's like, man, I'm actually really thankful that Andrew Green and Gil Hans and Kyle Phillips and all these guys are out like doing doing all kinds of like touch-up work at these places because i think like that's kind of essential more than ever oh, right this would have been a disaster without this redo it would have been Kyle france is what i meant to say yeah it, this would have been a total disaster pj championship without this redo i mean they I, I don't blame i mean andrew green did a great job with the redo pj championship seemed to have done a good job with the setup like i think you just kind of have to do yeah. it this way i don't yeah. think it especially if you most- don't get a bunch of like you know Wind. fiery conditions yeah. and wind and all that like i was gonna I, say know. because if you don't budge on any of this stuff it's like the only other option is like well i guess you kind of just like have to have it at royal melbourne like every event yeah <laughs> i think <laughs> so the only thing i was gonna say is it, it it bears mentioning that you know you cited basketball and baseball but you can really cite any sport is their willingness and ability to make changes to the game right whether that's in the rules uh Obviously, they added a three-point line in basketball, which was massive. Baseball having the the guts. We talk about you know a, a sport that's not baseball is about as steeped in its own history as anything, and for them to be willing to make the changes that they have this year, and and seeing how much better that's made the product, I I, I just think that gets back to what the USGA and I'm actually optimistic, especially with with Juan there and and you know, where I think they're trending is like, what is the pinnacle of professional golf? What are the skills that we want to test guys on? And how can we cater the rules and the technology and everything that goes into that to try to bring about identifying the player who can do that the best? So it's like, I mean, it's, it's similar to tennis in my, like, I think tennis is a great, like men's tennis was all serving all the time, no rallies. And it's like, they've brought, finesse back to it they've brought some other skills back to it some mobility some servant volleying and it's a richer game because of it and I, I you know i don't know exactly what the right answers are it's like and and to me it doesn't just come down to distance right it comes down to setup it comes down to to you know does the ball spin or not you know stuff like that too well it's just really hit me a lot this week and i've struggled for ways to make it make sense and you know describing on this podcast i don't know if i'm going to get there right now but when you are asking guys to hit it 320, like that, that's basically what the requirement is in a lot of ways. It's like and the minimum. Have, yeah, it's like you got to reach this. Um, if you really want to compete, you got to reach this threshold. Correct. That's where we're going to put unless the you're, Unless you're Michael Block. <laughs> correct. And if you're going to put it 25-yard 25, 25 fairways, that's so, so, so different than hitting that with a 280-yard shot, right? Like I, I guess it makes the point of a lot of people just want to say, just hit the fairway. It's like, dude – That's just like not how dispersion cones work when you play the game at that scale. And that's why you're going to end up with guys that are winning the tournament still in the rough the entire time. Because when fairways are that firm, you can't like a good drive is not even hitting these fairways. You go stand on these tee boxes and you look at it. It's just freaking comical. Like it is comical. And they can still do that and still shoot nine under par, like not even hit the fairways and shoot nine under par. And the level of golf that has been achieved is honestly like I want to like have that like 
context in the Rory conversation of like, yeah, the game's changed in the nine years since you've won a major championship. And it took a, it takes a different level now to win. That's what makes Brooks's five majors tough to wrap your head around. I'm, I've not listened to the show tonight. I'm assuming you guys have given him the proper props and, and TC said it was a crowning. Uh, oh, Randy said he was. Oh, <laughs> TC said, uh, "Don't scare it, him. Don't it's scare a lot him. what Ludwig could do." <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I, I, I did bring Ludwig up. I bet you did. Uh, it, it, it's really hard to put into context what five majors since 2017 looks like in this generation of of just. It's harder and harder and harder to separate yourself from the chaff, and he has continues to do it. And all, I will. Only thing I'll say in defending us for underestimating Brooks underestimated him long before he went to live. We did this for every major championship true. way before he went to live. Uh, yeah. And Sally, I'd like to talk to you about fake Seth Waugh. <laughs> oh, my guy. I tweeted this while you're out, but please recount the story and, uh, you know, the, the full circle moment that you had today. So go ahead and get your jab in here. I went to Whole Foods to sneak in a tiny bit of hot food before our – I had like 25 minutes to kill – had to walk there uh, before our, our podcast. I did not go to Wegmans. Okay, skipping past that. I'm Can you imagine walking. how much a garbage plate would cost at Whole Foods? Cool. <laughs> I walked down the beer aisle, and there's a dude with kind of thin glasses, like the thin rounded glasses, and slick back, like gray hair, stylish, looks like a banker. And I'm like, oh, it's PJ Championship Week. That's Seth Wall. That's my guy. I'm going to go say hi to my guy. And I'm kind of <laughs> still far away from him. I'm like, hey, he looks a little older than I thought. But hey, hey, what's up? Hey, how are you? Good to see you. And he lights up and looks at me. and. I immediately determined that it's not Seth Wall. And I'm like, oh my God, this is going to go horribly. And uh, sure, this guy gives it right back. He's like, hey, great to see you. How are you? And we like shake hands in the aisle and I just keep going on our way and be like, yeah, the course looks great. Like we're doing great, whatever. But I forget what we said. I'm like, oh my God, that was not Seth Wall. Who was that? Like, well, how did he, how did we just have that moment? Sure enough, look up on the TV screen today as Brooks has taken his drop on the sixth hole. He's a rules official. He was helping Brooks with the drop. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I'm like grabbing my wife. I'm like, look, that's that's the fake Seth Wall. She had no idea what I was talking about, but uh, it was it, it brought it all full circle. That's what they call a full circle I, moment. I love that. I love that. Solly, anything else you want to get in before we we bounce you out? I assume you guys have given proper credit to to Young Hove because that was a little yeah. different than what we've seen out yes. of him. That was we, that was we slurped him. Okay, great. Because I've been a little hard on him. I've been asking for more out yeah, of him. Yeah, you have. It's been bullshit. It's been it's been spot on because that was a different performance than we've seen from him. Uh, Brooks was that good. Uh, I, I'm amazed by Brooks. I really am amazed by Brooks. I called him a bitch when he left for live. I, <laughs> I stand by that. Like part of the deal was, man, you got to dig yourself out of these things. And he dug himself out of it rather quickly. He's provided the perspective to say, like, yeah, if my health was different, I might have made a different decision. I miss competing against Rory. Like I, I know in his heart of hearts, he is regretting the decision. He has talked to multiple people about that he has tried to figure out his way back to the pj those are facts that's happened it's not something that the the fake new fake uh, corrupt golf media is making up and it it bumps me out even more that uh that he's made this fast return to play and i just got to give him credit for the whole full swing thing and like that just it means a totally it means something different to every golf fan that has watched that series and watched that today to know like yeah, it's bullshit when you say it, but like, hey, I'd give up every dollar I ever made just to experience that feeling for one more hour. And then to go watch him experience it, it just it hits it hits a lot different. And I hope it speaks to like, hey, making yourself available um, is going to, you know, to the media and to doing things like that that are entertaining for the golf crowd is a overall really good thing. So 
yeah. still don't like, like the guy. I think he's still just, you know, pompous. And I think he's still really easy to not like, but like, he's obviously a tremendous, tremendous competitor and a dude that I really enjoy watching in major championships. And I, I'm sorry for inventing him eight years ago, nine years mm-hmm. ago, whenever it was, Appreciate but, that. um, uh, I wrote as hard for that guy as anyone possibly could have, and I created a monster. So I will accept accept blame for that. I got to admit, similar to what I did with Scotty, didn't yeah. see five mm-hmm. majors in this one. I did not see that at all. So I got to uh, say, Saul, you said everything that we said. It took us about forty five minutes <laughs> to say all that, but you, you kind of hit all the same beats. So gotcha. well done. You're you're a true pro, man. You're a true pro. Uh, hey, best to. Uh, Best to Hannah. I'm, I'm, you know, I hope the graduation was great. I was getting plenty of tweets anytime I referenced you saying, like, actually, Solly should be enjoying the graduation. I was like, you know, I think he's fucking got it. Why don't, <laughs> yeah. you know, why don't you guys text him if, if you if you're worried about it? But I think he's on it. Uh, but I hope Hannah had a great day. Proud of her. Uh, happy you could be up there this week. And we knew it was going to be an all time major when you were out of the house, <laughs> uh, and it and it delivered. It felt like I got to watch a fair amount of it. YouTube TV is awesome. I uh, just wasn't able to like fully engage. It was it was actually quite entertaining, but it was it felt like a really freaking good major. I know it didn't have the last four holes, but Hovland made everything. Every time I looked up, I'm like, all right, this is the putt that Hovland's going to miss, whatever. And it didn't happen. Uh, he, he just never went away until the very end. So I was going to send this over to Cody to post. But uh, this is Hannah and I at, at the graduation. Hey, day. We're, all, oh, we're very nice. proud of her. It's the, it was a great, great weekend, and we're, we're extremely thrilled. So, hated to miss it. I love my job. I've learned even more about how much I love my job. I couldn't pull myself away from the golf this week, even though I had the weekend off. So, you, thank you, you guys and Blocky for both, manning man. the ship. Yeah. It's incredible. Two years. It's a long time. It's a hard program to get into. It's a hard program to graduate from. Meanwhile, the uh, while you guys are going through this, you decide to get her pregnant and just make it that much harder on her. So, congratulations to you, Hannah, everybody. And uh, we'll we'll see you and your fake <laughs> Your fake buddy on your way out. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Like Good Nicholson. job this week. <laughs> see you, Saul. Thank you. We'll see you, Safe we'll see you back at the ranch. All right, uh, a couple more segments to get to, and then we're gonna we're gonna tidy this thing up and go watch some succession. But uh, first of all, the Yeti. This week we're gonna talk through uh, another Yeti coldest moment of the week. The Rambler 18 ounce bottle, Randy. I know you don't leave home without it. It's your must have cold drinking vessel. Should be immediately, immediately added to your bag. I'm a little between release. I, I, I was right gonna say I don't have that one, but this is my. No, that's oh, it. This is that's the 18 ounce Rambler, yeah, baby. That is. That's what we're looking job. for. TC's, of course, got two of Truly, them. Truly, uh, I think this one's a 20, 24, uh, 20. Oh, there you go. Cody's got one. doubling on sponsors right now. <laughs> I, I got the big and small. I got the coffee and I got the the really big Rambler. But uh, Randy, it needs to be immediately added to your bag. The tough bottle is double wall. That's two walls, vacuum insulated to keep your water ice cold until the last sip, or technically hot, I guess, if you wanted it hot. It's dishwasher safe for easy cleaning. Comes standard with the chug cap lid. I don't need to tell you guys how good the chug cap lid is. You can make that stuff disappear quickly if you need to. And it's uh, also a shatter-resistant drinking spout. Allows for easy pulls on the go. Uh, Guys, let's uh, let's get into the Yeti coldest moment of the week. Who wants to start? Cody, you dish it out. Who Who should go? Mr. TC. We chef. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Chef. Uh, I really didn't have a singular <laughs> moment with this. Gotcha. Yeah, it was, okay, cool. you know, I thought I thought one of the coldest moments was 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 my dessert course that I that I served up earlier. You tried yeah, to well, yeah. we, you tried to serve soup as dessert for some Yeah, reason. we, we lingered on Abstraka for a little too long. It was, it was a cold soup though. <laughs> yeah, the fourth um, course was a little slow getting this out. Is supposed no, to I, be I lukewarm. <laughs> coldest moment of the week for me was Brooks's second shot in his 16. It's yeah. just like open and shut, like 
everybody needs to get the fuck out. This thing's over. <laughs> Period. Point blank. Like we're closing early tonight. Uh, I've got one pretty similar. Um, you know, we've had a lot of fun on this. I truly don't think that I've laughed that hard on the podcast in however long it's been since we've been doing this podcast. Coldest moment of the week is with at a fever pitch. Block fever is at as absolute fever pitch. He decides to make a fucking ace in, in the final <laughs> round of a major championship. Again, doesn't bounce. He just blows out the O-ring and he just nukes the cup. He makes an ace. He wakes up Randy from his nap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Am I dreaming? If, if if I pass on to the next life, is this heaven? Is this hell? What is going on? Is Mike Block, the Messiah. Truly, I've never seen anybody get stunted on harder in my whole life than than Randy at that moment. As everybody in America is weeping, 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 Randy just is continually dragged through the streets by Michael Block. That's the coldest moment of the week for me. Randy, what do you got? Uh. Um. Oh God, uh, Brooke. And, and while you're thinking, while you're thinking, sorry. Just one of the commenters reminded me. I'm actually gonna get hyper specific on it. Wasn't actually the ball going into the cup. It was Block asking, "Hey, Roy, did that go in? <laughs> hey, Roy, did you see that? Did that go in? That was the coldest moment." Rory hugs him, and he's still asking if it went in. Um, no way, dude. No way. No way. Uh. No, I told Cody my my coldest moment was just the whole Brooks thing, and I think going back to his post round interview yesterday, end of round three, with Amanda, uh, just saying, you know, I I know exactly what went wrong at Augusta, and it's not going to happen tomorrow. And for him to come out and back that up with the early birdies, and then just to keep his foot on the pedal. Whew, that's that's ice cold. I, uh, impressive. I know we've talked about it, but that was my moment. One well, other spot where where I felt a little cold sure. this week was was after I said shit mm, on yeah, the tough. ESPN one today. Yeah, I was that like, was... Oh, I was like, man, like I knew it right when I said it, and then you know I was kind of it was kind of my my B game today. I've had a headache right here from my nose today, <laughs> and uh, man, I just I was like I was worried about it all day and. Sure enough, you know, we're, I think on streaming, I, think I wouldn't beat yourself up. I think, uh, yeah. I think you're there all right. There was so worry. much cussing from the players, too. Exactly. It's crazy. It, and it, I think, it, considering it, the fact that you got your whole face restructured this week, I think you've actually last put week in a, put in a hell of an effort. Plus, it was only right. a two day contract. We're, we're done. We have nothing else lined up. That's we'll be true. fine. Yeah. My Deej, this, uh, speaking of the ESPN show and TC's troubles, so he sent this tweet <laughs> out this morning. This guy, Tilt Daddy. TC looks like he's in a separate room where he watches his hostages on camera, which is so on point. He's got his little his, his black site that he has in the back of his house. It's my it's my standalone garage. Sure. My detached garage. Listen, it's got a mini split up here. There's so it's many great. facilities. I used to call the garage as well. Uh, just, <laughs> we don't talk about things that happen in there. If you guys check out the trap draw this week, Neil and I are doing a booth episode. Where, I don't know if. It feels like this week has been so long. Oh my God. Uh, You're telling me. Monday and, <laughs> Monday and Tuesday, I was a witness in a federal trial. That's right. In Scranton, PA. That right? was this week. It was a month ago. It feels so long ago, but man, a lot to break down. But I love this. I thought it was hilarious because TC's garage truly could be like <laughs> the safe house.
TC has, I know everybody's not privy to our Slack, but Tron, I think one of the funniest bits you've got going is he'll do the like ultra patriot photo sometimes or like from the perfect angle in his car, sunglasses on, kind of the like the ultimate, like the ultimate meme of kind of like the guy, the reply guy you see on Twitter. TC's got the, got the great look. He kind of has it going on in that photo, but I'll have to yeah, give people, which is, which is all a long way of saying thank you to Yeti for supporting me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think, all this moment of the I week. think I have, uh, oh, whoops, that's the wrong picture. <laughs> Oh, Come on, man! You're doing me dirty. <laughs> oh, you're doing. You're gonna do. Oh God! If anybody seen, I live, anybody, bitch. Yeah, the I live, bitch. Ever seen the <laughs> I live, bitch meme? That that was TC after his surgery today uh, last week. Just unbelievable. You gotta uh, find it and pay it off now, Cody. I know. I'll I'll go dig. I'm sorry, buddy. Right. So. I think just a couple more things to get to. We're we're pushing up on two hours. I vow this will not go to two hours. Uh, part of me wants to talk about Rory. Part of me wants to, out of respect for our new overlord, uh, just totally treat Rory like any other guy. Where do you guys feel on that? I think we should do that. I think Rory is something that we can touch on in a in a in an upcoming episode. Okay, I like that because uh, because I think I think we talked about it a lot on on. Friday and Saturday. I think we were very happy to see Rory yeah. digging something out with his, you know, B minus C plus game. Maybe not even that. Showing some grit, showing some grind. Um, I think there's obviously some some stuff that like I think we talked about the optimization earlier of like golf. Rory needs to optimize his shit too. Yeah. Whether that means, you know, like Harry by all accounts, Harry is a wonderful guy and and a fine caddy. I think at this point, like Rory probably needs to look at like, hey, you know what? Like, what are some variables that I that I haven't changed it up that I probably need to at this point? Um, and it's like, cause you know, like on two, him him dumping it right of the green on two. It's just like, dude, like, you know, you gotta you gotta get your birdies. You, like you're you're liable to make six or seven birdies today. This thing's all about you avoiding some some really really sloppy bogeys too. you know what's you yeah. know what's really interesting tron and i hate to like i know we just said we were going to skip past this but i just thought of it is i of course cannot tell you know anybody what makes them more comfortable out on the golf course everybody's different everybody makes yeah. decisions differently maybe rory is super super comfortable with harry on the bag and that is like something he absolutely needs but one of you mentioned it earlier i think like watch victor and shay and watch brooks and ricky coming down the stretch like those caddies were i'm not gonna say in charge but like they are there jockey to basically be like hey dude here's the fucking situation here's what's going on here's what i think we should do what do you think and i i don't know that i've ever like heard harry speak you know and and i i think that it's just that's ultimate you know kind of prisoner of the moment but i I think it's an interesting observation and it's not a slight to harry even at all harry's been doing a good job for the last However many years he's been doing this, I think like or to Rory, it's I think just a, I think a if, phase in I his think career. if anybody was on the bag for him at this point, we'd be like, you know what, man, he pro- maybe he needs to change it up, right? For sure, good uh, phase. And the other thing that I'll say too is that as good as it sounded on Monday, but like maybe like getting a couple swing tips from Tiger the week of a major probably isn't like the best direction we need to be going. Maybe I mean also, or if he was playing yeah. like shit, like it's like. It's, it's not like, dude, like, right? get, get with your coach, like build out your stable, like yeah, do all this stuff. 
He was out there. I think Michael Bannon was out there all week too. But Rory, 71, 69, 69, 69 for a T set. Like that's promising. That's good golf, right? I think like it's he's, kind of a Rorschach test, right? You I'm can, buying. You can look at that either way, how, yeah. however you want. Uh, the other guy I know we wanted to, TC kind of earmarked, we'll come back to him, is the, uh, the medium-sized golfer. Formerly the big golfer. We don't know what physical phase he's going to take uh, going forward. I, I would assume some sort of solid. But uh, Randy, what did you see from the big golfer this week and any any kind of takeaways from the Bryson experience? I saw... I mean, he played good golf, right? Uh, breaking news. He, he, I think it has to be a good week for him. I, I'm not sure he showed me, though, anything to where it it moves the needle going forward for me. He he feels like a guy, yeah, he might find his way into a top 10 here or there, but I don't he, he didn't strike me as like a real threat to win. Even even as he was, you know, second, third on the leaderboard. Like I, I just never felt like, oh, Bryson's gonna go get this. I feel like the only weird thing about Bryson, which I want to pay a compliment, is so he went what 66, 71, 70, 70. I think if you would have given me an over under every single day, I would have lost the bet. Right. Like I think I would have yeah. I would have taken the over every single day and he absolutely hung in the championship. He had none of the kind of weird 73, 74 blow ups that we saw from a lot of the other guys. He stayed locked in and played like pretty proper golf, which, you know, I think on a micro tiny level compared to everything we said about Brooks, I have some of the same feelings of just like, man, get involved. Like, yeah, please be around because it's so much more fun when you are. Please, please be around dad. <laughs> uh, all right. So real quick on Scotty, cause we kind of glanced over Scotty a little bit too. True. Um, I don't even know that we mentioned Scotty. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Which, Cause I was going to say like, he's the guy we, yeah. we need to talk about. Yeah. I mean, he, 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 you know, 67, 68, 73, 65. So he had a stinker of a, of a Saturday. Really just like a five hole stretch yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble like wrapping my brain around the fact that, that Scotty's only won one major. I know. Feels like he's won more, and I'm starting to get concerned that there's some scar tissue building up, and that the wind, like it's going to get progressively harder with each one that he doesn't win, that he doesn't feel invincible. Or I could be totally wrong on that, and Scotty's just Scotty, and he's going to be there, and the ball's going to bounce his way, and this was just regression, right? I'm. You could certainly be right. I don't know if you are. I actually came away almost. <laughs> exactly opposite where I, I thought it was a super impressive response from his 73 yesterday uh, this his round right i know he made the bogey on nine but it was otherwise about as clean as it could have been like that's the round i think we're all waiting for rory to achieve yeah right like go out and play a really proper round of golf and for scotty to come back after a, a disappointing saturday and you know, put himself in a position where if Brooks gets squirrely down the stretch, he could find himself in a playoff. I I come out of this week like, man, he he impressed me. I, I think he's the guy that we just have to consider at every major for the force. Is the putter I, an issue though? Uh, I mean, I, I'm not going to go there quite yet. I, I think I think we're okay. Can I read off his major championship results going back to the 2020 PGA Please. Championship? which I believe was the Harding Park one. Uh, T4, T19, T18. T, I'm not skipping any. T8, T7, T8, win. Weird miscut uh, last year at the PJ Championship. T2, T21, T10. 
So it's like, I guess maybe I'm, I'm like, Oh, you know, probably a little unlucky. Maybe he could have got another one of those and maybe he's at two, but I also am looking at that as just like, God, he's going to be there every freaking week, man. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to go his way eventually. True. Uh, what else? Anything else we need to get to? Yeah. Let me pull up the, pull up the agenda here. We, we, we got, got blocky it. blocky's on uh live from right now. Was it? Blo- you know, I'm block, receiving word that it, blocks going to hit the late night show circuit. He's going to go through the, the, the car wash there. <laughs> Guys, we were a part of coverage this week. We watched a lot of coverage ourselves. What are your takes? Yeah, I thought CBS uh, I thought CBS struggled a little bit, especially Saturday. I thought they were better today on Sunday. CBS seems to be having trouble with the PGA Championship specifically. I don't know what it is about it. I'm not sure if it's the, the, the specific contract, the ad load, what it is. But um, I thought the some of the camera angles were better today. I thought the quality of the, of the production was great. It's just a matter of like, and and there were a lot of guys in the mix this week as well. So I think that that's a challenge too, but uh, I thought commercials yesterday, very, very front loaded. Like when, and sometimes that's tough when there's a ton of good action right at two o'clock when the leaders go off and the first 90 minutes are just, there's no flow whatsoever. And then you're kind of sitting around waiting for some action the last hour and there's not that many like guys on the golf course you know yeah i'm in the same boat as you i I thought yesterday was a struggle with the ad load just there's a lot of good golf that felt like i I really wanted to watch and it was really tough to start and stop a lot i felt like once it locked in today i thought trevor was great i mean i think trevor continues to to be really great i know he's kind of a a friend of the pod and probably no surprises there, but I think he's done a really, really good job asking the right questions, kind of observing and making observations about the right stuff. I feel like I always learn something when, uh, when he's in the booth, I think Dottie continues to, to be really, really good. I feel like she's really, really coming to her, her own and like is super, super additive. I love her out with the final group and, and doing interviews. I think she's, she's been great. Um, yeah, I mean, commercial load is, is just out of their hand, right? I mean, that's, that's the big thing I keep coming back to that just, throws a wrench into so much. And that's the thing that like leads me to believe that this is a PGA of America thing versus they seem to have raised their game otherwise for both PGA tour events, for masters, for, you know, other stuff. But, uh, I thought ESPN was great. I'm not just saying that because, you know, like, Hey, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of ESPN Saturday, Sunday, uh, the uh, early coverage, but, um, you know, Thursday, Friday, I thought, I thought they did a great job. They make it, they do a good job of making it feel like a big tournament or a big event, like a big sporting event. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think they've done a good job of kind of experimenting with some stuff. And this is suspending the bit. I don't even want any feedback, Randy. The the walk and talks, I thought were super additive, whether you're um, on Blockhead or not. I thought it was really cool. Like no, I, I like the walk hear, and talks, yeah. hear people out there talking. Uh, I think they've done a good job of kind of experimenting with normal PJ Tour events and taking the best stuff and bringing it to the biggest stages, right? So I... I, I Big time commend them for that. Yeah. Uh, we, of course, of course, were uh, part of the ESPN Plus uh, coverage this week, which is a heady sentence to say. Uh, and I think, you know, I speak for everybody when I said we had a fucking blast and would love to do it again. It was a really, really fun kind of an energy rush uh, early Saturday and Sunday mornings. Code man, I know we got another kind of best of package from uh, ESPN Plus this morning. Maybe we we roll that. We'll have a couple thoughts on that, and then we'll we'll get the hell out of here. Cool. No laying up, running golf. I think that was a quick misread from you. I think he says ruining golf, not running golf. 
Speaking of growing the game, did you guys, did you guys see Bryson's comments post round yesterday about his relationship with Brooks? He said, you know what, like, like we're colleagues now or something like that. We're, we're both just trying to grow our franchises. Sound like a couple of warring Chick-fil-A owners. If anybody at home has the New York Times crossword app, um, Max's time today was a minute and one second. What was your time? I haven't done it yet. I could do it live on air if you'd like me to. Whew. All right, guys. Really, I thought I had licked it. Turns out one of them was wrong, but we got 52 seconds. You beat the hell out of Max. I think this is a great analogy here on on Randy. Uh, just kind of working on the mental side of the game. Guys, anyone have an update on the young NG shoe licking water off an umbrella yesterday? Did they get that young man some hydration? We can only hope so. Uh, there's my guy right there. Uh, downhill lie. Tony with a rock slide related injury. Oh! oh. Ricocheted off the rocks in, you know into what, the crowd. Baby. Over oh, the Randy. crowd. That might have been nature healing itself there a little bit, huh? That's, play, that is karma. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Uh, feed me all the Michael Block stuff today. He's paired with Rory freaking McElroy on Sunday at a major championship. I, I just, I can't get enough. I'm, I'm all in on it. Maybe I'm the problem. Hi, Randy. It's me. I'm, I'm the problem. Mario, Jordan Perez, DJ Pye, do not think your Taylor Swift references have gone undetected. Dej, that's good stuff. Maybe yeah, pandering to a certain out segment of the audience. Guys, what was uh what was the takeaway? Randy, you were you were in the mix. We heard from me and TC yesterday. You were in the mix for the first time today. What did you think about doing live TV? I thought it was super fun. I thought weirdly it was um I, you know, had some people reach out and be like, Oh my god, how was it? How was it? I, I think the the weirdest part and maybe the biggest compliment I can pay ESPN and the Omaha folks. It felt like totally normal. It, it kind of felt like sitting yeah. around doing this show. You know, it, it was a really fun experience. They they put us in the best possible position, and it was like, yeah, let's just watch golf and kind of chat as as friends, which I think was the goal. TC, any other takeaways today? No, I thought, yeah. Shout out to Omaha Productions, ESPN, for you know giving us the shot. Really thankful for that. Grateful for that. Hopefully we did right by them. Uh, thanks to everybody who watched. We got a you know bunch of feedback from people and a bunch of support. And that's really, really cool. Makes us feel good. So yeah, thank you. You know what I really liked about it? And, and this was kind of something we said up front too, but like, I love that it didn't compete with, like there is just so absolutely no replacement for like big CBS joint watching the leaders play the back nine kind of telecast, right? So like what it confirmed for me was like, dude, I don't ever, ever, ever want to really do this when you have like super meaningful golf on the course. Like it's really fun to chop it up when you can just kind of like dive in, dive out. You can take a minute to let's see a replay of that. You can whatever, you know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. it was great to uh, kind of just be able to like shoot the shit over some stuff that it was pretty low stakes, I guess, which I'm glad we, we went about it that way. Uh, guys, I think last thing, NCAA, uh, the women are playing. The Stanford women look like they took control. TC yeah. out there at Greyhawk, uh, final round of stroke play tomorrow. I know your boy, you wanted to carve out a couple extra minutes. Grayson Murray wins in <laughs> KC on the corner. Yeah. yeah, the Advent Health Championship. Grayson Murray, uh, who by all accounts is just an absolute flusher yeah. of the golf ball. And, a win, and, win for the good guys today. And an even better human being won out there. So really, really pumped about that. Um, and then 
I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, I don't know. I hope we I hope we get to see Oak Hill again. I imagine that'll be the case. I hope we get to see Oak Hill again here in the in the not too distant future for a major, although they're they're getting tougher and tougher to to find a time slot for these things. Yeah. But I would imagine in the early twenty thirties we would, would we will see Oak Hill again. I hope so. I mean, we didn't really have time to kind of go through the future uh, PGA venues. They're not great. And I think the fact that that got bumped down the uh, priority list just speaks to how awesome of a week it was this week. So I can't say enough good stuff about Oak Hill. The people of Rochester looked like they turned out to a million. Uh, Great field, great winner, great product. I'm fucking excited about where golf is headed, TC. Well, there's, there's, I mean, we can just run through them right now. We got Valhalla next year, Quail Hollow the year after that, and then we and then we go on a a, a Gil Hance four year run of Aronimink, Frisco, Olympic Club, uh, Baltus Roll, and then we go back to to an a, a Andrew Green designed uh, Congressional, and then back and then uh, we are wide open twenty thirty one to twenty thirty three as of right now. Well, we will uh, we'll see how the gaps fill in. Boys, It's it's been a really long, long, long week, but a really good week. I can't, as I said, I can't imagine like the last time I laughed uh, quite as hard as I did during the Michael Block stuff. So, Randy, <laughs> thank you for too. that. Me too. Uh, Codeman, expert, expert uh, execution this week on all the ones and twos. Thank you very much to... Uh, to you for getting up and staying up and doing everything that you did this week. It was a really, really fun one, man. One of the most fun weeks I, I think I can remember live show wise. I appreciate Guys, it. It looks like block just got invited to the Canadian open too. Come I don't on. know if that's true or not, but I don't know. That can't be I true. I also saw some you guys are going to have to own this eventually. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we're, we're saying it, but these are all comments coming in. We don't know if that's true or not. Same thing. If uh, somebody in here mentioned that Harry Higgs, uh, got engaged. He proposed today. If if that is true, congratulations. Of course, to the big rig, friend of the program. If not, uh, I guess future congrats. <laughs> but I know him, him and his girlfriend are pretty close to that, so we'll see. Seems like a super weird thing to make up. So I'm gonna, sure. I'm gonna go ahead and say congrats as well. All right, guys, let's let's wrap. Let's go watch some Succession. Let's go not watch golf for a little while. Yeah. And, I, I, uh, everybody, I, sorry, I will say the the, the women's uh, individual championship wraps up tomorrow on Golf Channel. Rosang yeah, is four shots back yeah. in a chasing position. And of course, it's the final day for uh, teams to qualify for the match play. So there is actually good golf tomorrow. You're here. You're right. I, I should say, uh, let's, let's not watch men's professional golf for a little while. That, that's, Many that's, people are saying Block just got invited to the White House. <laughs> give, Cody, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Uh, All right, uh, cash us out, Cody. Big bills. Big bills will be cheers. fine. Thanks, Thank everybody. You. Thanks, See everybody. Guys. See you guys. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Expect.